This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Thank you so much. Good morning and welcome everybody. It is Monday, in fact, and beginning of a brand new week with the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Thank you for joining us. Cash Code is back today, so we'll have the honor of giving out the first Cash Code keywords of the day during the 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock hours. And to narrow that down for you, our target is about a quarter past each hour. And then listen throughout the day for those Cash Code keywords. You need that money to go fund yourself? Well, $10,000 could really put you on the path. Here are the cues. Go fund yourself $10,000 cash codes 10 times daily starting at 8 o'clock. Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. at approximately 15 minutes past the hour. We'll tell you the Q cash code. Then you enter that cash code through the KLAQ mobile app. You can win cash up to $10,000. Plus, there'll be a daily winner of $2,000. On 95.5 KLAQ, so today's cash code uh, inaugural day for the spring cash code promotion. Looking forward to giving away a lot of money, we hope. So people can go fund themselves. Go f- 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 fund yourself. Taking a look at El Paso uh, weather, mostly sunny today. Winds are going to be light for the most part, 79 for the high temperature. Tomorrow, though, the winds are going to be up. Uh, looks like 20, 25 mile an hour winds throughout the day tomorrow and uh, warmer 87 though so it's going to be a windy and almost 90 degree day on Tuesday got sunshine Wednesday Thursday and uh, Friday also some high winds mixed in there well welcome back everybody from the weekend we got the men's basketball championship in the NCAA set tonight as Kansas takes on North Carolina Kansas handily defeated uh, Villanova and North Carolina put an end to this season for the Duke Blue Devils and the coaching career of Mike Krzyzewski. Coach K uh, announced that he was retiring. I mean, th- this we knew it all season long. So uh, tonight, Kansas takes on North Carolina in the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. And uh, over the weekend, Morbius opened with $39.1 million take at the box office. Uh, Morbius is a Marvel character. And uh, not so great. Some of the move, some of that money that they made uh, this weekend was from you, I think. Why? Did you see it more than once? No, ju- no I took my nephew, so I you know paid for two tickets. Oh, okay. But- it is not a very good movie. Oh, no. I don't know if you'd heard that before. <laughs> I, we told you on Friday. It's the kind of thing that makes people think twice about making more superhero movies. I mean, if you like superhero movies, you shouldn't like seeing something like Morbius because the studios will get the. Although it's not part of the official MCU, it is continuing that crossover thing where they're, you know, crossing the streams and eventually, I guess, they'll just cross over uh-huh. entirely unless movies like Morbius derail that because it was truly truly an awful movie really yeah i recommend you to skip it Uh oh what'd you do over the weekend joanna 
Oh, you know, I went to Juarez. Ooh. Got oh. some new glasses. Was that the point of going? Yes. I okay. needed new glasses. <laughs> the other ones had broken. Did you have your cafecito on this side in the morning and then go over and to And then Juarez? I went over to the other side for some delicious enchiladas. Right. Actually, I did have a delicious enchiladas. So. Uh, did you <laughs> go with somebody? I did. I went with my sister and my nephew. And might I just say, I found a new side hustle. Okay. In Juarez. Mule and drugs yeah, back. Yeah, sounds no. like a, not a new one. Yeah, dingus. No. It's been an old side hustle. <laughs> I'm talking about a new one. There's a guy on the bridge when you're walking, because we walked it over, and he has like a wheelchair, and he will give you a ride over the bridge. Mm-hmm. On his magic stick. On that wheelchair, so that you don't have to walk it. So he puts you in the wheelchair and then and pushes push you across. You. Yep. And, and he also gets people, probably women, to sit on his lap. It sounds like a bonus. Wait, He's is, not on the wheelchair. You get in the wheelchair. Oh, okay. He's just pushing the wheelchair. It's great. I thought that was a great side. So are you saying you're going to give him some competition? You're going to get your own wheelchair up there? No, I'm just saying if you see him and you take that wheelchair, tip him well. Do you know what he was charging? He's working hard. Or was he just working for tips? I guess he's working for tips. I didn't trust it. What a weird But then I saw somebody like, because he asked us, do you want me to push you over? He's like, I can do it. And then we were like, no, we're good. And some chick comes with like a bunch of luggage and she's like, I'll take it. And she just puts all the luggage on the wheelchair and he's like, let's go. It was great. I'm just trying to imagine why, why do you take a bunch of luggage to cross over into Mexico? Because people are shopping on yeah, this side, exactly. you know? And they carry their purchases in luggage? Lu- what was like luggage, like those bags you get from like the grocery stores? Oh, did you find so plastic out his- bags? Yes. Wait a minute. No, do not you think- plastic bags. The recycle, the reusable ones. Oh, okay. Pay attention, God. Yeah, man. Did you uh, find out his name or the name of his no, business? No, I didn't, because you know he was busy working. Do you think he has an app that you can find? Like, is <laughs> that how you can convenient. summon him? Yeah. Like a no, full- man. He's just there on the bridge. Instead of Uber, it's Wheeler. Wheeler, yeah. You know, you're taking this very beautiful story and you're kind of like diminishing it. Thank you for that. Although that was well, Gilberto. I know that guy. Wait, this you was supposed that's... to be a beautiful story? Yes. You know what? I'm not talking to you guys anymore. <laughs> uh, it's awfully early in the week to, to get in that mode. Don't, don't do it. The Grammys went down uh, last night. And, uh, Did anyone watch them here? You no. Know, I tuned in a little bit. Oh, you know what I did see? Before the Final Four games... Uh, on Saturday, mm-hmm. Khalid was doing like a performance out in the parking lot or whatever. Of uh, the, where were they having the wherever they were Vegas. having oh, the Grammys? Okay, no, no, no. Back up Saturday, NCAA oh, okay. Final Four. Oh, I thought the Grammys. So yeah. it was in New Orleans and it was outside, but everybody was inside and uh, Khalid was uh, performing. This was before the game started. And That's the, pretty cool. The song that they cut to him to, he's something. I don't know what the song is. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, not. I don't know every lyric by Khalid, but I know he's from El Paso, and I caught the lyric, "Reppin' the 915." So Aww. it was a nice little tip of the cap right? from Khalid, I guess. Uh, at the awards last night, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky uh, sent a video message to the Grammys. His speech was followed by John Legend singing Free with some Ukrainian artist. Uh, what else happened? 
John Batiste won Album of the Year for We Are. And Silk Sonic won Song of the Year and Record of the Year for Leave the Door Open. Do you remember when I was on Friday, I was playing some of the songs that were nominated? You, you were. guys said, hey, so I like uh, Silk Sonic. Yeah, mm-hmm. they sounded good. I guess one of them is Bruno Mars. And then the other guy looks like he's also famous, but they got up to get their award. Did you know that Bruno Mars? I did not know he was part of Silk Sonic. I'm going to be so freaking embarrassed if it turns out that that wasn't Bruno Mars. But I believe no, it is Bruno Mars. Okay, and who's? Do you know who the other guy is in Silk Sonic? Did you guys see how uh, Bruno Mars looked? He's looking more and more like Sammy Sammy Davis Davis Jr. Jr. Every day, exactly. Like I always compared him to. Well, who I thought of as some of the most entertaining, some of the most talented entertainers. Uh, first of all, Michael Jackson. I mean, he does sings, dances, mm-hmm. he does all that. But I also thought he's got a real kind of like a Sammy Davis Jr. vibe going on. And he did. Did you think that? Oh, I'm looking at a picture right now of him lighting a cigarette on stage. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was smoking on stage. With so, that little mustache? With the little mustache? He looks exactly like Sammy Davis I want to thank you, cats, for this award. Well, he's lighting the <laughs> cigarette. I, w- the I wish Sammy and Dean could be here, babe. <laughs> <laughs> um, Olivia Rodrigo had a big night. She won Best New Artist. Uh, Sour won Best Pop Vocal Album, and Driver's License won Best Pop Solo Performance. So three wins for Olivia Rodrigo last night. Driver's License. The Foo Fighters picked up Grammys for Best Rock Performance, Best Rock Album, and Best Rock Song. So, you know, close to a clean sweep there for the Foo Fighters, and they had a big uh, tribute to... Taylor Hawkins before the Grammy at the beginning of the Grammys. Uh, Kanye might have been disinvited, but he still picked up the award for best melodic rap performance for Hurricane. What is uh, what? What's the signifier here? Best melodic rap performance. Does you know, mean to that that other ones actual, that don't have melody. Well, they don't. I mean, that was one of the defining things about rap when it came out was that there was no there was no melody. So. What does that mean? It's like a rap song that also has something you could whistle and people might mm-hmm. recognize. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you could whistle while uh, you work. And Louis C.K., who was, I think, officially canceled by Showbiz, got a Grammy last night for Best Comedy Album. Uh, let's Interesting. See. See if I'm missing anything here. Because that album must have come out since his canceling. That's not one pre-cancel. I guarantee you that. Yeah, the Louis C.K. stuff went down, I think, before COVID right. got started. Uh, Sincerely, Louis C.K. won Best Comedy Album. Um, so, you know what's interesting about that? Is that Louis C.K. is going to win a Grammy for Best Comedy Album, but he probably can't even tour that material at clubs right now. Because no clubs will really want him. You you haven't seen Louis C.K. make a, a club comeback or or a theater comeback yet. Yet he still won co- comedy album of the year. Yeah. What do you take? What's your takeaway from that? <sighs> I have no idea. It blows my mind that <laughs> that this comic Do, is, doesn't he show up at secret shows? Uh, yes. Like they don't want to promote him ahead of time. Yes. But there is no... Like, because I think they're worried that the place would get protested or picketed mm-hmm. or, or whatever. So they don't 
they don't say Louis C.K. is going to be there until he's actually called up on the stage. So, yeah, but he won um, Comedy Album of the Year. All right, uh, I think we've covered a lot of ground here. Joanna, why don't you tell us what you have coming up on the entertainment side of things today? I might have taken everything you had in there. I didn't really have any quiver. Grammys mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, okay. Because I, I don't watch it, so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but on Friday, Will Smith officially resigned from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which he may, may, may very well have done to avoid being kicked out of yeah, it. Yeah, I think that... I had also heard that the Academy could have said things like, oh, you're not, you won't be eligible for certain awards in the future and right. other, other kinds of punishments. People who have been kicked out of the Academy before include Har- Harvey Weinstein and Roman Polanski are people who were kicked wow. out of the Academy. By the way, I know there are people out there because I, I got some neckline calls from them wanting to know when are we going to stop talking about the stupid Will Smith slap. Well, apparently it's not going to be this week. Well, not today, for sure, because I have that coming up. You know, I was questioning at some point during the week without even hearing the calls. Are we talking about this too much? But then I tune in Saturday Night Live. I tune in Bill Maher. I tune in just anything. And, yeah, that's what, you know, everybody's talking about and joking about. I thought we wouldn't anymore. And then he went and resigned. And I was like, well, (laughs) Well, that's entertainment news. Well, there's going to be more coming out i'm sure um so all all this dust will eventually settle but i i'm not sure it'll be this week nico what do you have that you want to contribute to the show today nico who was here early like 30 minutes early good job hello yeah nice job i thought about calling you yesterday afternoon just to say hey nico I haven't spoken to you in a day or so. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> but don't miss Monday's Aww. show. Definitely show up and be here for Monday. So, what do you bring? I, I bring the the fact that you're that you're so co- we're so codependent. We can't go two days without talking That's to each adorable. other. Adorable. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Beautiful. A new study out. Uh, let me find out exactly where it's from. <laughs> you know, if you prepared this stuff. No, no. You were here 20 minutes early. <laughs> All right. There's a new book <laughs> called The Drunken Monkey, Why We Drink and Abuse Alcohol. In it, a scientist puts the theory that monkeys actually have been drinking alcohol from fermented fruit for thousands of years. So maybe that's why humans <laughs> like alcohol so much, because we've just been doing it forever. Yeah, probably. Have you ever heard the stoned ape theory? Yeah, I, I forget think, the guy. I, who I came told up. you about the stoned no, ape I'd theory. Heard I'd heard it before. Okay, Joanna. Okay. The stoned ape theory is that supposedly humans evolved consciousness because apes were eating uh, like psychedelic, psychedelic mushrooms. mushrooms and and maybe you know other plants and other things in the wild that they would scavenge that might have psychedelic. psychedelic and when they would do this, it would expand their mind, and they would start. You know, having thoughts that a regular <laughs> caveman or monkey man wouldn't have. So. Okay. But you're saying, okay, if that if that's a, a viable thing, then yeah, monkeys probably have drink alcohol before. I mean, well, this everything is, this that is existed, where the study comes some from. monkey or had to had to eat it first to see if it was okay, right? This is where the the thinking comes from. When fruits fall off their trees and sit for a while, they'll eventually start to ferment, um, and Monkeys have been... You would think monkeys would stay away from Can that. you get drunk by eating a rotten fruit? Is that what you're saying? Yes. 
That's what they're saying, that they have observed in the wild monkeys eating these fermented rotten fruits. Right, I got and some plums that went bad. I'm going to give it a shot <laughs> this afternoon. Make some plums. See, see if I can get a monkey buzz. Put on. them in your toilet. <laughs> add some juice. Well, what you're, sugar. from the story that you're sharing with me, it sounds like they didn't have to do any of that. They didn't have sugar in toilets back then. They just ate the Well, that's to... Uh, the fruit and got well, the fr- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Uh, all right, we have a lot of ground to cover today, guys. We have Mosho <laughs> Calendar and Daily Almanac of event on uh, events on the way. We've got the cash code back, which starts up again today, and we'll have your first cash code coming up in the eight o'clock hour. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. All right, later on in the show, I'll have a true crime report on the way, and it looks like we're into just the last week of the ten thousand dollar improve your home giveaway. So you've got through April the tenth. Send us a picture of the problem in your home or something that needs repairs, or take the picture. And uh, send it to us via the KLAQ mobile app or through KLAQ.com. Maybe it's an upgrade you need to do or a repair or replacement. Also, uh, along with the photo, tell us just a little bit about yourself and what your improvement plans are and submit it through KLAQ.com or the KLAQ mobile app before uh, the deadline for entry is April the 10th. So you can also find all the rules for the contest at KLAQ.com and the KLAQ mobile app. But from all the legally eligible entries, we're going to take all of the eligible entries and then we're going to do a random drawing one person we selected to win the grand prize of $10,000. And again, the deadline to enter is April 10th, so that's coming up soon. Later on in the show, Tourney Talk, Steve Kaplowitz from our partner station 600 ESPN El Paso is going to be here to talk about the tournament, the big game tonight between Kansas and North Carolina. Tourney Talk Boy. is brought to you by GECU. Put your game into overdrive with a low GE, a low rate GECU auto loan. Get pre-approved by April 4th. Details at GECU.com. What a good game, man. Kansas. Pulling it out. You didn't watch the game, did you? Did you? <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, did Kansas I jumped out to a 10-point lead and kind of covered wire to wire. Mm-hmm. Kind of led the, the game wire to wire. Mm-hmm. Did I stutter when I said Kansas? Wait, why don't they go wireless? I, this, by now, <laughs> okay. it should be... Okay. All right. You seem like you're in a very silly <laughs> mood today for some reason. <laughs> I love being silly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, latest from uh, the Will Smith saga. Uh, he resigned from the Academy, as Joanna mentioned. He apologized again to Chris Rock. And it looks like a lot of his projects are being backburnered. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going to do. I, I hate to admit this. Okay, I'm going to do something that I probably wouldn't do. Buzz, I was wrong, and you were right. You didn't think this was going to yeah. be a blip in Will yep. Smith's career. You no, were right. I don't think it's a career ender for him was necessarily. He fully but right, though. No, not yet. But not yet. Okay, so just running down. <laughs> Will Smith was supposed to do a movie for Netflix called Fast and Loose, and that mm-hmm. just got shelved for now. And that also seems to be the case for Bad Boys 4. Will already has completed a movie called Emancipation for Apple, and it's in post-production. It's supposed to come out sometime this year, but there's no release date. 
And uh, on Friday, Will officially resigned from the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. And a lot of a lot of sources are saying it was either that or get kicked out. And he apologized to Chris Rock again, Chris's family, his own friends and loved ones, and everybody who watched the show and attended the show. He called his behavior at the Oscars shocking, painful, and inexcusable. Well, if he thought it was shocking and painful, he should have talked to Chris Rock's face. (laughs) Will added, I betrayed the trust of the Academy. I deprived other nominees and winners of their opportunity to celebrate and be celebrated for their extraordinary work. I am heartbroken. He also said that he will accept whatever consequences result from the Academy's upcoming disciplinary hearings. In addition to the NCAA championship game in college basketball, that's tonight on on TBS. I, I just wonder what CBS has going on that's better than the NCAA championship or ABC. Which one is it on? CBS? Yes. Yeah, CBS has it. <laughs> yes. But it's on TBS. Tonight, uh, American Idol on ABC, the top 24 will be revealed. American Song Contest continues on NBC, part three of the live qualifiers. Uh, Did you see a headline about American Idol, uh, Joanna? Me? Yeah. No. Uh, In my my, uh, news stories, I saw uh, a headline about a contestant Uh who walked off stage during her audition. I I guess on the stage auditions. uh, Okay. Right after her song, she was like, I'm embarrassed. I got to go. I mean, that sounds because like a was, clickbait headline. Like but. it was bad? Or? Yeah, she was, I guess she wasn't doing well, and, and she just, in the middle of her performance, uh, walked off. Wow. Here's a uh, list of American foods that foreigners miss when they go back home. So these are people that visited the United States, got hooked on some of our delicious junk food, probably, <laughs> and then went home and found out that it was impossible uh, to find. It's a thread online where visitors or foreigners are talking about the American foods and drinks they really crave when they're back home. So these are people from different countries. Some countries may have things that others don't, but apparently these are some of the things that are missed. Okay. Americanized Chinese food. A lot of people from Asia actually say, when I go back to my home country, I miss the Chinese food they've got in the United (laughs) States because it's different from real Chinese food. Right. I miss the fake Chinese food. <laughs> Great Mexican food. Oh, uh, yeah. Although, I should probably point out that this person is not from Mexico, so. Oh, okay. Chick-fil-A. They don't have that in other places? Oh. Hmm, I don't know, but Wendy's was also mentioned along with In-N-Out Burger, Taco Bell, and Cracker Barrel. <laughs> Give me your fat. Somebody said they went home to the their home country and realized that Nobody has mozzarella sticks with marinara dipping sauce. (laughs) Gas station beef jerky. Okay. It's hard to find in Europe. American barbecue. Some people say that uh, in their home country they got like an American style barbecue, but it's just not the same. I could see that. Reese's peanut butter cups. Reese's peanut butter cups. More broadly, peanut butter in general. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch dressing. That I did know was a uniquely American thing. 
ranch. I hear if you go to Europe and you ask for a ranch for, for with the side of it, like they'll look at you like you're crazy. Try going into almost any restaurant and getting a like a first of all, you can't find a Dr. Pepper, it's either Coke or Pepsi. <laughs> and trying to explain to them that you want it over ice. You want ice in the cup with the with the soft drink poured over the Buzz top. Buzz on why Europe sucks. <laughs> I didn't say it sucked. It's just you get some weird looks. I was even laughed at for asking for ice. They laugh at you there too? They laugh at me everywhere I go. <laughs> Not a lot of fun. The thing that I've heard from many, many people who visit the United States are just the portion sizes. Like, oh, you yeah. get so much food. I mean, right. there's some I places where that. you're known for getting, like, huge Large servings, amounts, but they yeah. were just saying that's, that's the United States, just the amount of food, how much of it you get for such little, and here's the key, for such little money. They're like, if we were to buy this much food back where I'm from, this would be like a $100 bill with all this food, and you get it here for like eleven ninety five. Yeah. Uh, let's go ahead and take a look at our Mo Show calendar and daily almanac of events as we're getting our week started. Today is Monday. It's April the 4th. Today is Vitamin C Day. I guess make sure you're getting enough of that stuff. Or listen to the band. Vitamin C, a, uh, like a ska band? Yeah. I imagine them as being a ska band. And today is World Rat Day. Rats. 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 That's a good song. Bye. Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Nico. Nico is picking up little bits of rock knowledge. I think I guess by osmosis, just working here. I think I'm going to do a rock news today. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That would be great. Nico, I would love to hear that. I think there is a lot of Joni Mitchell news. I don't know. That's a person, right? If you're going to do rock news, I'm going to start doing <laughs> diet <person>. news. <laughs> <laughs> Things that neither one of us are into. Because he's fat. <laughs> <laughs> that was my pen. i got to write that down. That's the recycler. Birthdays today include Britney Spears' little sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, who's 31. Both Britney and her little sister are both middle-aged now. Mm-hmm. She's how old? 31. That's middle-aged. Yeah, depending on how long you're going to live, you know. Till I'm 100. Natasha Leone is 43. Um, Russian Doll. Oh, yeah. American Pie. American Pie. That's, who, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. She played uh, like a kind of dirty chick, right? I think she was the a one who kind of like she American was, Pie. She was kind of like the smartest character out of all of the yeah. pe- all of the characters in American Pie. I thought. Magician David Blaine is having a birthday. He's 49. I wonder if he can make his wrinkles disappear. And Nancy McKeon <laughs> from Facts of Life. She played Joe on Facts of Life. Right. Uh, she's 56 today. The How? Facts of Life. 56. 56. Robert Downey Jr. is 57. He is Iron Man. How does that make you feel? What, that Robert Downey Jr.'s 57? Yeah. Like a spring flipping chicken, man. All right. Comedian and actor David Cross from Arrested Development and Mr. Show. David Cross is 58 today. Oh, so funny. In Arrested Development, Joanna, he joins a blue man group because he thinks it's an anti-depression group. I always see the meme where uh, he's Where blue. he looks like a Smurf, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It's from that episode. British talk show host Graham Norton having a birthday. He's 59. 
And Australian actor Hugo Weaving is 62. Let's uh, so Mr. Smith. Ms. Mr. Well, he's an Elrond, the elf. And the Red Skull from Captain oh, America, the, the first Skull. Avenger. He's done a lot of stuff. Oh, wow, yeah. Hugo Weaving. Uh, first movie I saw with Hugo Weaving in it was Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh. And Craig T. Nelson is 78. He's the voice of Mr. Incredible in The Incredibles, and he played coach on TV in The Dad and the Poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Record industry legend Clive Davis is 90 years old today. So, a happy birthday going out to Mr. Davis. A couple of dates in history. It was this date 54 years ago in 1968. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was shot and killed on the balcony of a Memphis motel. Unrest broke out in over 100 American cities. More than uh, 39 people were killed during the unrest. And 47 years ago in 1975... The company Microsoft was founded by Bill Gates and Paul Allen. It was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Nice fumble there, Albuquerque. I don't know what you did, but they they up and moved and went to Seattle, and now everybody there is a gazillionaire, I guess. Did you know that little fun fact that they were uh, started in Albuquerque? I did. Oh, man. Um, Also, the month of April, I should point out, is Stress Awareness Month. So you should be aware... We all have stressors in our life, and there are different ways to deal with it. So just keep in mind, April is Stress Awareness Month. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Coming up, we're going to have some calls off the neckline. That's our recorded line. So over the weekend, got several calls. Remember, the uh, neckline number is 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. And the direct line to the studio has actually changed in the past uh, few weeks. The new KLAQ studio line, 915-910-4995. That is 915-910-4995. I guess we're just giving out the area code with every number, whether it's affected or not. Can you still call some numbers without the area code and it'll go through? I know that like mm-hmm. when I check the neckline, I have to call 915 or it won't No, work. actually, I, I just had to do that this past weekend. I tried to call somebody and I didn't realize that I had saved their number without an area code. And it, it wasn't letting me call them. And I was thinking, God, right. what is going on? I was like, what? why can't I call them? And I finally was like, oh, I didn't include their... I don't know. I, I've got a lot of people that I call and I don't. I feel like I didn't enter their area code when I put their number into my phone and it still goes through to my daughter's phone and your phone and that's about it that's all i call it probably has the <laughs> area code then yeah i guess so uh coming up we are going to be hitting those neckline calls though but if you want to give us a call in the studio that's the new studio line 915-910-4955 let's get a look at el paso's uh, weather here at the beginning of the week and this is brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. You can set up all your tee times and reservations online at PaintedDunes.com. Mostly sunny today. Winds are going to pick up eh, around 10 to 15 miles an hour later this afternoon. Other than that, though, no rain in the forecast and 79 for the high temperature today. Tomorrow, look for some strong winds. 20, 25 mile an hour winds in the afternoon and 87. So it will be a warm day as well. 
Wednesday is looking pretty good. Winds are going to be lighter, and uh, 84 is going to be your high temperature. Then on Thursday, we're going to have sunny and 73, but again, high winds uh, in the morning anyway. Sunshine through the week. Uh, it looks like there's no rain in the forecast this week, not seeing anything in the way of rain. And it's not going to be as windy by the time we get to Friday and Saturday, although we are looking for some high winds to kick up in about a week. So Sunday, Monday, uh, next Monday, looking for some more high winds to move back into the forecast. El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Give them a call, 915-821-2122 to set up your tee times, or you can do it all online at PaintedDunes.com. Caitlin Jenner, who was formerly Bruce Jenner, has a new job. She's an on-air contributor for Fox News. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Fox News says, quote, Caitlin's story is an inspiration to us all. Well, they should tell their commenters on their on their website because th- this is something that I noticed they're not very happy with. Oh, what are people saying over at Breitbart, Buzz? No, on, on the Fox oh, News. On the Fox, on the Fox News. Yeah. Did you go to the comments on that? Yeah, yeah, about Caitlyn joining. Interesting. What just, the comments say? You know, sl- the slurs about the, trans. The usual. And, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think it's interesting as the 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 organization Fox News is still are still putting out articles like Kentanji Kentanji Brown can't define woman. What's that all about? Right. That was a big outrage. So one of the uh, Supreme Court nominees. No, no, but one of the senators was asking a question. Marsha Blackburn from yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, Marsha Blackburn of Tennessee is like, define a woman. So she, uh, you know, I'm not a biologist. It's not really my area of expertise. Well, she knew so she was going for a soundbite. And- right. Whatever you say, uh, you know, is going to be fodder. So she just passed on the question. And over at Fox News, they've been dragging her real hard. Oh, you can't even define what a woman is. But here's the announcement from Fox News. Caitlin's story is an inspiration to us all. She is a trailblazer in the LGBTQ plus community, and her illustrious career spans a variety of fields that will be a tremendous asset to our audience. Oh, it looks like Fox can define woman. I did hear one good joke about this, and it was from Bill Maher. About Caitlyn Jenner being a Fox News contributor. What do you say? Now it looks like Fox has two Tuckers. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> right, you got to admit that's a that's pretty clever. That's, that's pretty funny yeah, joke. that's good. That's a solid joke. Do you guys want to hear kind of like a recap of the Grammys? Yeah, definitely. Since Joanna and I are not fans, apparently. Do you know when the last time I cared about the Grammys was? 1962. Never. The Milli Vanilli scandal? I have honestly never cared about the Grammys. Never? No. But I did watch a little bit of it last night. It was 1962. You were just a babe. Here we go. Here are some of the highlights. (laughs) Ah, yeah. That's the uh, Silk Sonic with Bruno Mars. That is some mm-hmm. baby-making music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nico. <laughs> yes. No. That was Doja Cat and SZA. 
is a... It's Doha Cat, by the way. You're, you're saying it wrong. Mmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. A lot of awards for Olivia Rodrigo. So Love her. Best new artist and a bunch of other ones. The Foo Fighters took home three Grammy Awards last night. They won Best Rock Album for Medicine at Midnight. Nice. Rock Performance for the opening track, Make a Fire, and Song of the Year for Waiting on a War. And they also began the In Memoriam segment with a uh, special tribute to Taylor Hawkins last night. Right. So good night for the uh, Foo Fighters at the Grammy Awards. I went to see Morbius on Friday. Mm -hmm. Going in, you guys had told me that it had really low score on aggregators like Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. But I had already committed. I had already committed. I told my nephew I was going to take it. You're telling us that our opinions, or what we told you about it, made you want to see it less? Like you just didn't want to go anymore? Right. (laughs) Aww. It sounded like it was going to be terrible. Well, let me tell you, there was nothing to this movie. In fact, this is the kind of movie that derails other movies. Like, people are going to say, oh, superhero movies are done. Like, they're, they're all played out. Well, people will always say that after every movie comes out, but it's what the studios think. But this was... Okay, so how does it work? you got the MCU, and then separate of that, you got Sony that makes, uh-huh. like, the Venom mm-hmm. and... Spider-Mans. No, Spider-Man is MCU. The older Spider-Mans. But it's still owned by Sony. No. Is it? They're all owned by Sony. So Spider-Man is Every single Spider-Man is owned by Mm -hmm. Sony, except the ones with Tom Holland are co-produced between Marvel and Sony. I think Sony still owns the character. When you see the co-produced Sony, I feel like that might be a red flag, because this was a movie that didn't need to be made. It didn't even make any sense within its own internal logic. Is it, it playing had off special the... effects that were just lame? Okay, so break it down for us. This is in set. In, it, it's a Spider-Man character, Morbius. It's a it's a comic book character. He's in the same universe as the Venom movie. Is that the one with um, Tom Hardy? Hardy. It's set in yeah, that same universe. I guess so. Okay. I mean, I don't care. After seeing this, I don't care anything <laughs> about this character. Okay. Let me let me put it this way: there was a scene. I'm not even going to worry about spoiling it because you wouldn't worry about spo- spoiling something that's already terrible. That's uh, already been spo- that's already rotten. There's one of one of the Spider-Man villains from the MCU crosses over, and right. it's obviously setting the stage for another like a team crossover. Up. Yeah, okay. right. I bet they'll just pull the plug on it. So Michael Keaton shows up in his vulture, you know, gizmo. <laughs> And meets, I guess, Morbius. I mean, it, at this point, it was really hard for me to even muster up the energy to stay for the mid credit scene, which I knew there was going to be. But he shows up, and they're obviously setting the groundwork for some, something in the future. I think this movie's so bad, they'll just forget about it altogether. You know what they did that with? Uh, the Fantastic Four. No, I was thinking about the Andrew Garfield second Spider-Man movie too, where you've yeah. got... Paul Giamatti was the rhino in the mechanical suit, and they were going to bring in all these others. And that movie was just such a such a bad movie. The second Andrew Garfield, the first Andrew Garfield was fine. The second one's so bad that they just scrapped all that and said, "You know what? We're not going to do a trilogy. We're going to end it after two. It's funny that you even mentioned that because I was reading an article saying that exact same thing, saying Morbius. I think the title of the article is Morbius makes same mistakes 
as The Amazing Spider-Man, which was the one with it, Andrew Garfield. It didn't have a good idea to begin with. You know, it did not have a good idea. It didn't have a good story. It didn't have a story. So uh, save your money and you don't need to see Morbius. And uh, I have a feeling that whatever this crossover was going to be is never going to never going to end up happening. Do you remember a few years ago Tom Cruise had a mummy movie? Well, it was the fourth, I think the the third or fourth one in the Mummy series. No, right? I think it was like a whole reboot. This was of a whole, whole reboot right, right, right. of the Mummy, and it it was supposed to set the stage for for the, the, the Invisible Man universe, mm-hmm. uh, Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters, yeah. yes. Yeah. Wolfman, Frankenstein, I guess Creature Dr. of the Black Lagoon, all of that was going to mm-hmm. be brought out, and it was so bad that they just decided, you know what, there's nothing to be salvaged here, we're done. You know, I thought Jet Li gave a magical performance in that. Okay, uh, Let's take a break, we got your neckline calls on the way, and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's coming up right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Turning Talk is coming up later on the show with Steve Kaplowitz. Our partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso, is going to be carrying the men's finals. and Kansas going up against North Carolina. And Steve will be here in the 9 o'clock hour to tell us all about it. In the 8 o'clock hour, which is only an hour away, be listening for your chance to win cash, $10,000. The Q's Go Fund Yourself cash codes start back up today. And we're going to have... One per hour for 10 hours between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m. Or in the 5 o'clock hour, so 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. Listen for those cash code keywords. And once you hear it, enter it at klaq.com. You can find all the details and rules at klaq.com as well. And uh, get ready to win cash every day. There's going to be a $2,000 winner. You could win up to $10,000. Find all the rules and details at klaq.com or via the KLAQ mobile app. And in uh, just a little over an hour, we're going to have your first cash code of the day. You ready to grab some neckline calls? Yeah, Keep in mind, sometimes the neckline calls pick up on something we were talking about last week. Sometimes they are in reference to things we talk about on one of our podcasts. So, you know, uh, we'll try and make that clear to you if it's a reference that not everybody's going to get. How about also having a law where the college students actually have to go to school for free tuition? I had a story that uh, Governor Grisham of New Mexico had announced free in-state tuition for all New Mexico residents, including community colleges. What what does that mean? Like somebody would get free college, free money for college, and then not not go to college? I don't think they're handing people checks and then using that like, to... Like, we're not going to follow up on it? Is that what the caller suggested? I have no idea what the caller said, actually. I couldn't understand. I mean, it. I know a lot of people who went to college and then didn't uh, really put any effort into it, so... You know, well, is he saying that there's something wrong with going to college? With free college? Or How about also having a law where the college students actually have to go to school for free t- tuition? I would assume that's probably part of it. You can't fraudulently use the money from the state of New Mexico. No, what I think he's saying is, what if all these kids get free tuition to attend college, 
but they end up not even going to their classes or or dropping out. Yeah, that's the well, college experience for a lot of kids that I went to college with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> not everybody who goes off to college succeeds at college. Right. You should definitely go to the class. Or, or was this a thing about New Mexico had remote classes for a long time during the pandemic? And Stephanie Lujan Grisham was the... Was it a comment about her policies for in-person learning? No, definitely not. We haven't talked about that in months. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. No, that was that was that's about the the news of free college tuition that she just came out with last last week. Uh, yeah, the the point was lost on me. Yeah. What's up, Mosho? It's ODG. Will Smith is getting murdered on the internet, especially on TikTok. He made it so much worse. Jada is the real villain in this. She manipulated Will with one look. Will needs to get out of that mentally abusive relationship. Jada's a witch. A bald, mind-controlling Jedi witch. No, no, no. My bad. Jedis are the good guys. Jada is a Sith. Let the hate flow through you, Will. Slap him. Slap him. (laughs) Okay, okay. Yeah, I'd heard a few jokes uh, that maybe Jada is the bad guy in all this. I thought the way she handled it was fine. You know, the camera was on her, and she gave this exaggerated eye roll, mm-hmm. you know, that really let you know she didn't think much of the joke. That was fine. Yeah. Unless she's uh-huh. like, you better get up there and slap him across the face. As Unless she really right did tell him something, right. yeah. Now, there's a lot of speculation on that because when the joke came out, Will Smith's laughing and as somebody pointed, Joy and I think you pointed out, sometimes you laugh at a joke just because you know it's a nervous reaction. Or, Mm -hmm. oh, somebody just said something, I'm supposed to laugh. Everybody else is laughing. It could have been something like that. Or, I guess, Jada could have, like, given him the sign, like, this is our signal. When I hold up three fingers, that means go slap. uh, You give him five fingers. I'm going to hold up five (laughs) fingers. That means give him slap. (laughs) But, I mean, her reaction to it seemed like it was fine. And yet everybody's calling out Jada. She's not the one that went up and slapped him. Exactly. Well, you know, I think a lot of people are saying, well, here's this cuckolded man who is, you know, getting upset over somebody who is taking advantage of him. I mean, I'm not sure I see it that way. It's, it sounds like Will's okay with it. You know what I mean? Will's okay with his relation. They, they have an open relationship or whatever. But you had the, uh, the 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 August Alcino dude, right? Yeah, exactly. But what I'm you saying know, some is, some people might even see that as like, how supremely confident is a guy like Will Smith that he allows his wife to have dalliances outside their marriage? But then you're like, no, he's not secure at all, or else he wouldn't have. Reacted like this. This these aren't the. So he's not okay. So maybe mm. all of this stuff has been getting, just really, really he's getting going to through it. something. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though he talked about it on one of those stupid red table talks, this must have caused him a lot of mental trauma and anguish. Uh, but he was the opposite of cool and collected. Nico, you're one hundred percent Chris Rock on this. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, you don't fault Chris Rock? No, would not you, at all. Would you at least say, that hey, was, was a pretty cheap joke, not even a great joke? 
I'm not even going to fault him for that. Yeah, there's tons of bad jokes out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Mosho? It's OEG. I'm still a big fan of Will Smith. I'm just saying that slap was a bitch move. That's not something the Fresh Prince would have done. You know, I'm not going to go throw away all my Fresh Prince DVDs I bought from Hastings. I still watch them. You know, you just got it. The Fresh Prince wouldn't do that. Okie dokie. Yeah, but you know who would have done it? Hmm. Agent J, or whatever his name was. I don't know. Juicy J. No, not Juicy J. What am I thinking of? What was his name in Men in Black? Jazzy Jeff. No, no, no. That's the friend in Fresh Prince. (laughs) Be careful traveling from New Mexico to Texas with anything. I believe crossing state lines means you can get in trouble by the feds. The feds have a 96 percentage conviction rate you really don't want to deal with any of that i was nice thank you kind of expecting to hear oh yeah the police in texas were waiting to pull over people when they went and purchased cannabis in new mexico since friday but i haven't heard that story yet doesn't mean it hasn't happened but um you think this sounds like the like paranoia no, what I'm thinking is there's probably She's right. if you police did, officers who listen to the show and they're like, you know what, we should have just Oh, you some think I, it never occurred to them? Uh, yeah. And I gave them the yeah, idea. definitely. I know, but you keep bringing it up. Yeah, you and really, now they're thinking like, oh God, this really is a this bigger is deal we than we do. thought. Yeah. Well, put it this way. What did I tell you? Be, Be cool. cool. Put it this way. When, when it was recreational in Colorado and medicinal, but pretty much decriminalized in New Mexico if you purchased in Colorado where it's mm-hmm. recreational yeah. and brought it back into New Mexico where it's recreational at no point have you done anything other than break federal law and if the feds wanted or if they wanted to bring up a federal charge it wouldn't even have to be a federal agency it could have been local law enforcement the sheriff's like well you know we have this wouldn't be a problem except you brought it back across state lines we're going to pursue federal charges on this they could if they wanted to what <laughs> i'm going to go to fed prison what are you talking you about might? what are you talking about transporting marijuana across state line even from a legal state to a legal state is still breaking federal law and if somebody it, hey, wanted did you to know be that a- smoking it is breaking federal law yes <laughs> oh, okay just so we're clear <laughs> I I don't think you're fully appreciating, like, if there was some overly zealous sheriff or police chief that wanted to enforce this, he could, they could, or a DA for that matter, they could really throw the book. They totally could. That's their job. There's tons of things that could happen out in the world, Buzz. And all we're saying to you, be cool. But you would, you would never do that, right? You would never drive between state lines. You would never go from, go like... 20, what was it? 200 miles out of your yeah. way. You'd never go to Trinidad, Colorado, right? Mm, where? Only to figure out, <laughs> hey, I forgot my ID. <laughs> you would never. Here, uh, <laughs> you know what? I think it bears repeating the current marijuana laws. Yes. Yes, please. In, uh, 
Well, it's either New Mexico or France, I don't remember. Yeah, it breaks down like this, okay. It's, it's legal to buy it, it's legal to own it, and if you're the proprietor of a hash bar, it's legal to sell it. It's legal to carry it, but but, but that doesn't matter, because get a load of this, all right. If you get stopped by a cop, it's illegal for them to search you. I mean, that's the right that cops don't have. That is... Uh, Mr. Vincent Vega. Uh, Vincent Vega of the... Uh, Las Cruces Visitors Bureau <laughs> breaking it down for us. I got one more call here from the neckline. So, Nico, I finally figured out who you laugh like, man. Oh, you did? You sound like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. There's this scene where he really gets going, and I thought to myself, yeah, that's Nico. So, anyway, don't ever change, man. Really big fan. Oh, did he say that's really nice. big fan or not a big fan? He's I just heard fan, so that's all I'm going to Well, he said, like, don't change. If he wasn't a fan, he would be like, please change everything. Cool. So, anyway, don't ever change, man. Really big fan. Oh, really big fan. Also, Brad Pitt, very good looking guy. I'll, I'll agree I, with I that. knew yeah. when I heard this call, is like, there's no way that he doesn't take this as a compliment. Oh, yeah. It, regardless of the scene. So. <laughs> This is a huge compliment. We've had people who've called in before and said that Nico's laugh is overly loud, and some people have said annoying. I wouldn't even. <laughs> that's not mine. That's, no, that's a caller. <laughs> I, I think it's a good reenactment. So here's Brad Pitt. show that's known for its laughter. Somebody at my remote this weekend was like, every time I hear that laugh, I laugh too. I had just finished laughing and I'm all, oh my God. And it reminded me of this one time that Lisa and I went to the movies and then at the end, somebody like walked by us and they were like, love the show, you guys. Where's Buzz? And then I'm all, how did they know it was us? <laughs> and Lisa goes, your laugh, bitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Buzz, tell me what's happening. Steve is going to join us later. Steve Kaplowitz from our partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso. By the way, uh, college championship tonight. You can hear them on 600 ESPN El Paso. Who are you going for? Uh, I guess I'll go for North Carolina, but for a really... Weird reason. Oh, interesting. Okay. One of their players is from like the part of Oklahoma that my brother lives in. So, (laughs) yeah one of the one of the starters for North Carolina is from Hera, which is just like five five miles away from where my brother and his kids and wife live. I heard that uh, Joanna did not go to Cypress Hill. Over the weekend, no. you yeah, didn't get player. insane. I didn't get to get insane in the, the membrane. membrane. <laughs> what did you do instead? Well, I had a remote that day, and I was just exhausted because I went to Juarez. Uh huh. Wait, when did you go to Juarez? Friday. Oh, you went Friday, and then you were too exhausted on Saturday. Yeah, I, I fell asleep. 
Now, so I had I heard... I might have slipped through the insane in the membrane. I had heard that Juarez still has uh, vampire rules, which means you shouldn't be there after dusk or at dark. Yeah, I wasn't there after dark. Okay, so, so you were following vampire rules. I was, yeah. I got new glasses. They look very Thank nice, you. by the way. Yeah. Thank you. So I, your uh, optometrist is in Juarez? Yep. Juarez? And you didn't see, you weren't scared to go at all? Not really. Hey, the, I, the eye chart in Mexico, is that in Spanish or English? Well, it's letters. Oh, right. Oh. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I know, but like it's got the giant E at the top. Do you have to pronounce it? It does. A. <laughs> Actually, no, they know English, so okay. I could do it in English. You were about to say something though, when I asked if it was uh, well, scary. Uh, it's not. The, I hadn't gone since before the pandemic, though. Since the before because, times. Since the before times. And when I went, it was basically like in the before times. Oh, okay. But I did notice a lot more people were wearing masks than they are here. And in a lot of like establishments, you have to wear a mask. Oh, interesting. Like I couldn't go into the oh, eye they, doctor without a mask. They on. really enforce that. Yeah. But walking around, seeing all the people, it was like in the before times. Did Aww. you go to the Mercado? I did go to the Mercado. Did they um, make you wear a mask there? Yes. And one of my favorite things about going there when you go eat, like all the restaurants are like on the second floor. Mm -hmm. And when you get up there, everybody just like attacks you because they want you to go to their restaurant. Oh, that's, that's great. And then I just feel really bad when I choose, finally choose one and everyone's just like, Right, because fine. everybody's sitting there waiting for your decision. Yeah. And they're very... I don't know if aggressive is the right. Yeah, it's the right word, right? People it's, are very oh, aggressive. It's very Do, aggressive, like, but also they're trying to convince you, you know. Yeah, come on, convince come over you. here. And because I wanted some delicious enchiladas on that side of the border, <laughs> I went with the enchilada place. <laughs> Just like your commercial. Yeah, because I had my cafecito on this side of the border that morning. Tell me so. about the guy who had a hustle going on over the bridge. I'd never Greatest seen this guy before. Greatest side hustle ever, Buzz. I don't know why you're like undermining it. It's great. I wasn't undermining you it. You totally were. This guy is on the bridge with a wheelchair. He's not in the wheelchair. He's just pushing the wheelchair and he will offer for you to like drive you across the bridge. He'll in zip that you wheelchair. over. Yeah. So it's, that you don't have to walk. It's not a motorized wheelchair. No, though. it's not. You get it's in just, and he will push you in a wheelchair. He will push you over the bridge. It's the greatest thing. I'm going to write an article on it because I loved it so much. <laughs> like, you're, like you're getting because, checked out of a hospital. Isn't yeah. that always weird? Like, I'm perfectly fine. I get up and walk. No, no. I had no, my no. tonsils removed. I don't need to ride out to the, <laughs> to the parking lot. So as somebody who used to work at the hospital, I have to take those people to the parking lot. Uh -huh. <laughs> they would always say, I can walk. And be like, no, nah, it's... Yeah, like, no, nah, I really have to do it's this. It's hospital policy. If you fall under my care, then... So this was the first time, like, we were walking this bridge because I had COVID and my lungs are still, like, a little shot. So my oh, sister no. and I had to take, like, breaks going up the bridge. And then at one point, the men, I guess, saw us, like, struggling... And he's all, I can push you up the bridge. It's fine. He's all, get in the wheelchair. What was it going to take you one at a time or both of yeah, you at the same time? Yeah, probably one at a time. No, we wouldn't fit on the wheelchair, both of us, Buzz. Guy. Does he treat it like an Uber? Like, does he have a little a box of tissues and maybe some waters in case you're thirsty? <laughs> no. so he's Wait, this isn't the Mexican version of Uber, is it? No, it's not the Mexican version of Uber. But it was just Camino. a man on the bridge with the wheelchair offering to push you across the bridge so you don't have to walk. No, that's nice. That's a very good service. And so he was like, I can push you guys. Which one? Do you want to get on the, uh, the wheelchair? And we were like, no, no, we're fine. And some lady with like all these bags was like, I'll take it. And she just 
put all the bags on the wheelchair, and he's like, let's go. You lost out. It was great. God, I wonder what he, now I'm curious about what he would charge. I know, I should have asked for like the rate. Do they still have people selling stuff? They do, along yeah. Along the bridge everywhere. They do. They just have a what, lot more barbed par- wire. You parked on the American side and yes. walked over. Okay. How long did the line look coming back? Uh, on car? Yeah, car. It would probably be maybe 20, 30 minutes. That's nah, not too bad. Did you feel unsafe at any time? Not really. Did you hear gunfire? No. Okay. I mean, I, I never got to go in high school, really, because that's when all the violence started up. So I always wanted to go later, but then the pandemic started up. You want to go to Juarez? I'll take you to Juarez. Yeah, take me to Juarez. Would I get, uh, a, like, abducted? No. no. I won't need Denzel Washington to come save me. No. Like Man on Fire. That's in Mexico City, not Juarez. And oh, you're yeah. not a cute little schoolgirl like Dakota Fanning. <laughs> True. <laughs> I think I'm cute. That was a great movie. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, Man on Fire was movie. a really good movie, except it made everybody in Mexico either look corrupt or stupid. Like every single character on the kind Mexican of. side. One of those things really is true. Negative. <laughs> I don't think everybody in Mexico is corrupt. No, not everyone. Most people. Coming up, I've got uh, a rundown of some of the April Fool's pranks including one beer company like a beer club out of england Ooh, a beer club that's now like in legal hot water over their april fools oh no so we're gonna find out about that coming up in just a few minutes we're gonna have a true crime report also on the way later and uh don't forget about the home giveaway this is uh still going on through april the 10th so we're down to the last few days How would you like $10,000 in home improvement? Well, we want to turn your dreams into reality thanks to GECU and KLAQ and the Town Square Media family of stations. Town Square Media El Paso, including KLAQ, is going to give someone who needs it $10,000 toward your home improvement budget. Just take a photo, and you've got through uh, April 10th to do this. Take a photo of what you want to get repaired or upgraded. Uh, Send that to us, but also include just a little bit about yourself. It doesn't have to be an autobiography, but tell us a little bit about yourself and your improvement plans. Then submit it through the KLAQ mobile app and also or through KLAQ.com, one or the other. And you will find all the rules there as well. From all the legally entered entries of all the uh, eligible entries one person is going to be selected via a random drawing to win the grand prize of ten thousand dollars so you know as long as you follow the rules you can find them there at klaq or the klaq app and get it in by april 10th uh, and you're you're eligible you have as good a chance as anybody else's entry of winning the ten thousand dollars um so Find out all the details at klaq.com or via the KLAQ mobile app. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Someone in the app chat gave the man with the wheelchair a name. Gave what? Gave him a name. The guy so with that the we wheelchair. Could refer to him as. Okay. What's his name? Uberto. Uberto. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Mexican Uber. Uberto. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, we see him on the bridge. Tip the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the guy a tip. He's, Uber. he's working hard. You realize how you realize how overweight Americans are. This guy is earning every peso he takes home. That's great. 
Well, this is an exciting night in college sports with the NCAA Finals, but it's an exciting week for me that's going to get started officially Wednesday and Thursday. It's the Masters. Ooh. You know what the big story out of Augusta is this year? Tiger. Tiger Woods, Woods. has been around, but God, it's still like maybe that. a maybe a game day decision whether or not he's going to play in the majors, although I think he probably will. But Tiger's been spotted at Augusta playing rounds, practice rounds at Augusta National. So everybody's got their fingers crossed that Tiger's ready to get back into the mix after his near-fatal car accident. And I hear everyone's worried about all those hills he'll have to go through well, with that bum leg of his. They don't give him golf carts for... No, again, there was a huge controversy about 20 years ago. There was a golfer who had a uh, physical disability that made it very difficult for him to walk, but he was an elite golfer, and I cannot for the life of me remember the guy's name. Hmm. And part of the thing was, it, it, you know, I don't want to get grief for this, but basically a gimpy leg. You know, it was something he was <laughs> yes. born with. But he could do what hardly anybody can, and that's golf at the level that you have to to be on the PGA Tour. Right. And a lot of people were like, hey, let the guy use a cart. And then you had people like Arnold Palmer was still alive, you know, some of the old timers. and was like he, in his 80s. A lot of people were like, no, that's part of the game. Walking <laughs> is part of the game. And if you uh-huh. can't do that. And like I if think, we all have to be exhausted, so do you. And I think they did. Well, it wasn't just exhausted. It was the fact that his leg physically wasn't capable of doing one. it. I don't have one. I'm missing a leg. He wasn't missing it. It was just something that prevented him from specifically walking 18 holes. And I think they made some kind of exemption where he and only he got to ride around in a cart. But no, uh, nobody else gets to ride around in a cart. All right, we're going to take a look at some of the shenanigans that went on around the world and at least one uh, corporate April Fool's prank that is now being uh, investigated. It appears a crime has taken place. Can I try and guess what it was? Sure. Was it related to pantsing? Was it pantsing? Yes. And this one wasn't wasn't pants related. Related to pantsing. Uh, Okay. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoos. Dyer and Monroe. Check them out on social media or visit pumpinginc.com. We're going to have a true crime report coming up a little bit later. We'll have your news headlines ahead. The uh, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky had a recorded message at the Grammys last night. So Wow, what a place to have one. Also, there uh, were reports late last week on Friday that Ukraine had uh, had bombed a couple sites inside Russia, which, yeah, of course, they've been bombing them for like six weeks now. No, uh, the well, Russians have been bombing the Ukrainians. Finally, the Ukrainians right. bomb a, a Russian site, which seemed to be a, a military site. Mm-hmm. And yeah, what do you think is going to happen when you keep lobbing missiles Why would from you your country that? into another country and they send one back at you? Uh, that stands to reason, I guess. Uh, if you've, I've, I've got a few April Fool's pranks. Some didn't go over so well. And according to uh, this from one poll, 
What is something somebody could do for April Fools that makes you a jerk for pulling the stunt? Ooh. Somebody did a survey on what the least acceptable pranks you can pull. Uh, if you did any of these five things, they're in the in the bad category. Yeah, the bad category for April Fool's Day. Uh, number one, pantsing someone in public. <laughs> that's that's like humiliating, man. Yeah, well, it sounds kind of like innocuous. It doesn't sound that bad to do, like to pant somebody. But there then- was a very brief pantsing epidemic craze yeah. when I was <laughs> in high school, like my sophomore year, is like, and they. They put out a right. thing. It's like you, you can't, can't pull same. people's pants down. So. Well, if you think it's kind of a sexual assault by by fl- making them flash everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's number one on the list. Number two, catfishing someone. Should that always be that's wrong? That's like an all the time yeah. thing, not just April Fools. <laughs> what if you set it up for like years and then finally on April Fools? You were like, oh, you spent April 12 Fools. months setting it up. I'm not really that somebody. hot girl picture I sent you. You cleaned out their bank accounts. Actually, it's like April Fools. <laughs> well, what if you don't even have to go that far? What if I had just come up with a character online and then I made Buzz fall in love with her somehow? I got a girlfriend, man. But I could have just come up just because I thought so? it was a funny thing and then make you fall in love. And I'm like, sorry. It's just I was me. Here the whole time. It was they were me. fools. It was me. <laughs> You're in love with Nico. That'd be pretty funny. Uh, also on the list of April Fools' jokes that if you did them, you, you owe the person an apology, and you're prob- probably also a jerk. Baking a proposal, a breakup, or a pregnancy. Uh, every year, there's a pre- like on my Facebook feed. There's somebody that's saying, "I'm pregnant," and then going. April Fools, and it's just you know that what they're doing. Screwing with someone's phone settings or contacts. That's hilarious. I could potentially, I have to say, depending on what you did, I would change potentially be very, very funny. All the language settings in your phone to Russian or something. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Messing with someone's food or drink. I'm pretty sure that's uh that's criminal. That's yeah. Yeah, you know, if you spike somebody's drink, or put put, put eye drops in their coffee or whatever. Well, what about like the the pranks where you put some type of uh, powder in somebody's drink and it makes it all gel and stuff? And there's there's some type of innocuous pranks you could do. What's the shot you order, and as soon as you mix the two things together, it it congeals. There's a shot called a cement mixer. And I don't remember the ingredients, but it's something, but you do a, a shot and you drink. Semen mixer? Yeah, se- se- what? Not semen. Cement. Oh. The fact that you heard semen mixer. We all heard that. You didn't really say the Cement. Listen to me. Semen mixer? I want all of you people to grow up here for a second. Cement. Cement mixer. Okay. Have you ever heard of the shot called a cement mixer? I have not. Either of those. Look it up. No. Now, look up semen mixer. (laughs) According to the poll, the most acceptable pranks are putting googly eyes on stuff. Well, why even bother? That's hilarious. Yeah, that's funny. Posting something fake but funny on social media. Messing with someone while they're asleep. Classic. A lot of people have noticed that we we haven't done an April Fool's prank for the past couple of years. It's just because, like, the restrictions on it are so onerous. Well, like, I we can't know. We can't tell somebody to go someplace. We can't tell right. somebody to do something. Like, there's like, laws there's hard, and liability. 
that you have you have to worry about. Like if you I, told people to go out to the desert and they all got hot and were were you know getting heat exhaustion, you could get is, in trouble. I guess this is the way it was explained to me. If we say, "Hey, you got to go out here to whatever," if anybody got in a a car wreck on the way over, there's potential that we could be held liable because otherwise they wouldn't have been going exactly. you know, out here or whatever. So it's made it just pretty much impossible, I think, to do April Fool's pranks. Lots of brands did April Fool's pranks last week. Uh, little Tykes, who makes who make toys for kids and you know little chairs and stuff. Oh, cool! Had cubicles for babies, but that was a prank. Budweiser said you could win a chance to stay overnight in the Clydesdale stables, and that <laughs> turned out to be a prank. Omaha Steaks had a meat sweats deodorant. <laughs> Nice. But here's one that didn't go over very well. Uh Uh-oh. There's a beer of the month club in England called Beer Company, B-I-E-R Company. Creative. Last Friday, they sent out an alert to their mailing list telling people that they had won free beer for life. Whoa. Uh Uh-oh. That's quite a prize. The text and emails included a link you could use to claim your prize. The prize wasn't real. (laughs) <laughs> but that's not what made people mad. If you clicked the link, not only did you not get free beer for life, it signed you up for a real subscription that cost $30 a month. <gasps> oh, come on. Oh, no. Boo. Yeah. So Boo. It's, if you click the link and follow the instructions, it unwittingly signed you up for a real subscription. Well, I, mean, I guess unwitting to you. Uh, we just signed you up at- for a subscription that costs thirty dollars a month. Well, that breaks all kinds of trade laws. Basically, they scam people into signing up for their beer of the month, and then acted like they should have known. They said because the promo code was sleuth sleuth lipra, which is April Fool spelled backwards. Oh my god! Now people who fell for it weren't happy. Yeah, you're taking all the beer. There wasn't an easy way to cancel the subscription, which made people even madder. The company revealed it was a prank a few hours later. At least 40 people immediately filed official complaints with the group in England that monitors false advertising. So now the company is facing uh, legal action. Oh, man. I guess that's kind of a worst case scenario. You know, for any brand that tries to, oh, we're going to do something for April Fool. Right. Thing. You know, if you end up in a courtroom <laughs> or, or shelling out money. Well, and it, it, it sounds illegal. If you're going to funnel somebody towards your business and make them sign up for something, I mean, that is completely illegal. But a lifetime of free beer, how much do you think that would be worth? It depends on the beer drinker. For you? Yeah, maybe. Millions. <laughs> For me, thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna? Like, I think free beer for life Zero. for me would be something. Zero. You don't drink beer, Joanna? She doesn't drink anything right I now. Like, I'd be, I don't like beer. She is completely sober. I'm jo- sober curious. That's <laughs> what I like to call it. <laughs> well, anyway, we kind of got read the riot act a few years ago, and it's like... they. These were corporate lawyers, so they're going to play it very, very safe. So they pretty much just said, you can't do any more because of anything 
went wrong, even if it wasn't your fault, you could be in big trouble. So I'm just passing that same wisdom along to everybody else. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show podcast. Checking the El Paso weather for today. Mostly sunny. In fact, we're not seeing any rain in our forecast through the weekend. Through the weekend. Um, but 79 for the high temperature today. Tomorrow could be a windy one. In fact, the forecast says in the afternoon we're going to have 20, 25 mile an hour winds. On Tuesday afternoon, 87 for the high temperature. Rest of the week, uh, off and on wind, no rain, sunny skies it looks like uh, through Saturday and Sunday. El Paso weather brought to you by Painted Dunes Desert Golf Course. Don't forget, you can set up all your tee times and reservations online now at PaintedDunes.com. That's PaintedDunes.com or call them at 915-821-2122. Let's do our true crime report. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. Here's a story just in the time, I guess, for Easter a chocolate bunny was used as a weapon in an assault. <laughs> in Manitoba, Canada, last Thursday, there was an attempted robbery at a store. 27-year-old male suspect was in the process of stealing something when an employee confronted him. That's when the thief, according to the police or the Mounties report, I guess, assaulted the employee with a chocolate bunny, then ran out of the store with the stolen merchandise. It's unclear if he took the chocolate bunny with him. (laughs) The thief apparently whacked the employee pretty hard because the person sustained minor injuries. Uh, He's going to pull through, though, it looks like. Thank God. Police were called. They caught the thief, and the store got their stolen merchandise back. They got the loot. The police also made sure. This happened on Thursday, so March 31st. The police made sure to clarify that this was not an April Fool's joke because they figured a lot of people would think it was an April Fool's joke. Give me everything you got. You're not going to comply? Eat chocolate. Eat Ooh, cho- gladly. <laughs> Here's a statement from Manitoba Police. While the weapon of choice may have been atypical, it does not change the fact that retail employees face a daily challenge when dealing with theft. Suspects who steal can often be unpredictable and violent, and they may use whatever weapon is available to them at the time. Mm -hmm. Death by chocolate. A uh, woman in California was arrested for car theft and had a court date set. Uh, She was due to make an appearance after she was arrested for stealing a car. As it turns out, she was driving another stolen car when she showed up for a court date. Oh, okay. You could almost see this one coming. Mm -hmm. If if she was driving a stolen car, how did you expect her to get to her court date without stealing another car? Authorities somehow figured out what was going on, and she was taken back to jail. What is unclear is if the woman stole a car just to get to the courthouse or if she just has a fleet of stolen cars but this was just the one that she chose off the lot. Who knows? In any event, she's in more trouble now. Back to Canada and back to another one that I feel like needs to be prefaced with a this is not an April Fool's (laughs) joke story out of Canada. 
the ringleader of Can- Canada's notorious maple syrup heist <laughs> has to pay more than $9 million in fines. Ten years ago, this crime took place in 2012, and the operation got away with 9,500 barrels of maple syrup. Worth, oh, that's a lot. The worth of the maple syrup was about $18 million, and this dude has to pay back... Nine million of it. Sorry, could you give us back your syrup, please? Is that how you think Canadian yeah. people talk? Say, say, sorry. sorry, sorry, sorry. Took your syrup. I mean, the story makes it sound like the guy got away with nine million dollars in maple syrup, liquid gold. A sticky situation with the <laughs> law, to be oh sure. My God. <laughs> they can call them the sticky bandits. <laughs> Already taken. (laughs) A 67-year-old former Supreme Court justice in Sweden. So, imagine in the United States we were talking about, I don't know, John Roberts or whatever. Yeah. A former Supreme Court justice in Sweden was fined for shoplifting. The shoplifted items include a ham, meatballs, sausage, and cheese. The alleged, or I guess now, I you know, he was fine, so I guess prove the Anyway, the shoplifting incident happened just before Christmas. The judge resigned in February while she was being investigated. The judge in this story, quote, admitted to the facts, but denied any intention to steal the groceries. Hmm. Whatever the hell that could possibly mean. Wait. What did he steal again? She. It was a. It was what, a lady judge. She stole meatballs, ham, and sausage, cheese. The Supreme Court judge or former Supreme Court justice was fined fifty thousand kroner, or twenty dollars, after she was caught trying to hide a number of food items in Stockholm. Sounds like a sausage party. The judge had served two decades on the bench, resigned in February. I guess so. She was still on the Swedish Supreme Court when the theft took place. All right. Stealing cured meats just gives me the biggest rush. Along with ham and meatballs, she tried to hide sausages and cheese in a woven bag by covering them with another bag. And the judge admitted to the facts but denied any intention to steal the groceries. Maybe she was like, I was totally going to so, pay for these. I hope they were Swedish meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was an Ikea? Okay. A uh, mugger robbed a guy at Knife Point. This happened in Warren, Ohio, about 50 miles outside of Cleveland. So pulled a knife on the guy and robbed him and made him pinky swear that he wouldn't call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you pinky sweared. A 22-year-old man in Ohio was walking down the street. This happened a week ago Sunday when a guy in a ski mask walked up and robbed him. The mugger asked the guy if he was a drug dealer. The guy said no, that he wasn't a drug dealer. So the ski mask guy pulls out a knife and robs him. Maybe he was... Would he have robbed him if he was a drug dealer? What would he have done if it had been a drug dealer? Oh, you're cool, Uh, He stole about 80 bucks and rode off on a bicycle. But before he left the scene, 
the robber made the victim pinky swear that he wouldn't call the cops. Like, I wonder if he made him actually, like, touch pinkies. Hey, come on. Pinky swear. I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to get a pinky swear before. Your Honor, I would like to counter sue for breaking the pinky swear. The, uh, the man obviously ignored, he ignored the pinky promise, but cops have not found the mugger yet. Okay, how do you do a pinky promise? Because I've seen some people kiss at the end. No. Their hands. You just, you yeah. just like. Not, not each other, but they, they're supposed to like kiss their hands at the end or something. I don't know. How. Okay. Maybe that was a grade school thing. Maybe I wasn't pinky swearing. <laughs> I don't know. You just link pinkies and that's and you swear. Okay. And that's yeah. the pinky swear and it's supposed to be There's inviolable. no oath you you have to recite or incant no. I guess specifically I swear incantations whatever the situation calls for I swear on my pinky promise that I will not call the police as soon as you ride off on your bicycle with my 80 bucks. 911 I was just wrong. <laughs> All right, sir, we'll have units in dispatch right now. Uh, just checking, you did not by any chance pinky promise that you wouldn't call us. I did, I really though. did, I, I did. You know what, they're going to actually come out and arrest you because <laughs> we take pinky promises very seriously in Warren, Ohio. And our final story is a Florida man uh, story, but I just could not think of a way to phrase this to turn to it into it a, a game. game. Right, it just wasn't working uh. for the game. 54-year-old Gregory Sorensen was pulled over and was arrested for a DUI in Florida. This happened just on Friday night. The car he was driving was not your everyday car. It was a student driver car with decals on it. You know, you ever seen a student driver? Mm-hmm. Student driver. Right. It says it on the car. Maybe he, that's why, maybe he thought the police wouldn't notice him swerving because he's like, oh, it's just a student driver. Uh, Mr. Sorensen apparently was a driving instructor, so it was his work car. He was alone in the car at the time of his arrest, and he had an open pack of natural light beer in the back seat. Oh, how depressing. Like, I'm getting a DUI, and I wasn't even drinking real beer. (laughs) (laughs) I was drinking Natty Light. He failed a field sobriety test, and his blood alcohol content was nearly three times the legal limit in Florida. God, I didn't think there was enough natural light in the world to put you three times over the limit. It is unclear what his arrest might mean for his future as a driving instructor. And uh, that is our true crime report for today. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. We're going to throw it to Joanna in a moment. She has entertainment headlines for us in Hollywood News, but I want to make sure that uh, we're crystal clear. Today is the first day of the Q cash codes that could win you $10,000. Plus, one person is going to be randomly drawn each day to win $2,000. I am really, really going to do my best to get as close to 15 minutes after the hour. Okay. Joanna. Yeah. I'm asking for your help to make sure that I'm better at that. Okay, but you can't get mad at me when I tell you. I didn't. I don't get mad. I've never been mad at you. Okay. What are you talking about? He's never been mad at you. Mm -hmm. So at a quarter past, starting at 8 a.m. and going through through the 5 o'clock hour, we're going to have cash code every hour. And we're going to try and do it as close to 15 minutes past the hour as possible. 
I'll have another one coming up in about 30 minutes. Veronica and Daniel are going to be having cash codes at quarter past every hour through the 5 o'clock hour. So uh, another GoFundYourself cash code is coming up in just about 30 minutes. Make sure you're listening. Once you've got that cash code, enter it at klaq.com or via the KLAQ mobile app. And uh, put it in there. Of all the eligible entries, we we draw at random for our winners. So we got $2,000 daily winner. You could win $10,000 with the cash code on 95.5 KLAQ. And we got another one coming up shortly. Let's get to entertainment news and Hollywood notes with Joanna Barba. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. Good morning. Jim Carrey let it be known that he is retiring. Aww. Well, probably. He sat down for an interview with Access Hollywood to promote Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, that's a good one to out. go out on. <laughs> right. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. That's a swan song but. there. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 comes out. Yeah, go out at a Friday. high point. <laughs> it was good enough to have a sequel. I guess so. <laughs> comes out on Friday, but here's what Jim Carrey said. I gotta tell you, I'm surprised more celebrities don't say that. It's just, look, I've got a hundred million dollars in the bank. I can do whatever I want to for the rest of my life, so why don't I just do that? I'm happy. He said it. He's like, this is probably something you won't hear another celebrity say. I have enough. But you've heard me say it through the years, too. Who needs the aggravation? Why did Mel Gibson have to have a comeback? Well, <laughs> okay. he had plenty of dough. How about you look at it this way? A lot of people who uh, are in a job for a long, regardless of whatever job it is, get so used to it that once they retire, they don't know what to do with themselves. So I could see an actor, if that's all you've done your entire life, uh, at what point do you just say, no, I'm going to stop? I mean, you're, that's all you do. So I can see how it'd be hard to quit acting, you know? Especially when you don't have, like, another outlet. Like Jim Carrey just said, he loves painting. He loves his spiritual life. Mm -hmm. You know, he has other things that he's passionate about. And unless something else comes along that really inspires him, maybe he'll go back to it. Maybe he won't. But, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, too. (laughs) Perfect one to go on. I I don't have any room to make fun of it. I didn't see Sonic the Hedgehog 1. I don't know what they said about it. I did. Did you? Yeah. Was it, was it good? It's entertaining. It's for kids. Well, Morbius is for nobody. I went to go see Morbius, <laughs> the latest Marvel movie on Friday, and let me tell you, you oh, want no. to talk about a waste of time and money and talent and everything oh, that no went one. into that. It's not it for kids. For, it's it, not for adults. I, I, nobody should see that. I can't identify. It's in not my for mind. animals. I can't imagine a single person that this movie would appeal to. This Did is your, one of the. Who'd you take? Your daughter? My nephew. nephew. Your nephew. Did your nephew like it? You know, I think he just likes getting out of the house and going to see a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, it, trust me, this was a bad, oh, no. bad, so bad that I think it's almost like Amazing Spider-Man Two bad. Which is, I'm not even going to worry about spoilers. At Morbius in one of the post-credit scenes, Michael Keaton's Vulture character. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure this is a spoiler. I feel like I saw a trailer that had this in it, too. Okay. The Vulture uh, from the Tom Holland Spider-Man mm-hmm. shows up, and there's, you know, obviously they're setting the groundwork for some kind of crossover. This movie was so bad, I think it has just totally taken that apart. That's Uh-oh. not going to happen. Kind of like an Amazing Spider-Man. They were setting the grounds for this 
setting the stage for the Sinister Six, and mm-hmm. but the movie was so poorly received that they just said, they just never you know what, forget it. it. We're not even going to do a third. It's a trilogy with only two movies. I think Morbius, you're going to be hard-pressed to see Morbius on screen anywhere <laughs> ever again. Oh, no. It Honestly, one of the most god-awful movies. <gasps> and Wait, was Morbius in Joanna's entertainment news? No. No, I just brought it up because <laughs> if we're going to make fun of Sonic the Hedgehog, I might as well tell you what a piece of garbage crap Morbius was. All right. Thank funny. you for your review on Morbius. Very welcome. I hope I save people money <laughs> hope so and too. time. After years of false starts and many rings of development, hell, the crow appears to fly again. Bill Skarsgård, who played Pennywise the Clown in the It horror movies, will star in the reboot of the supernatural revenge thriller that will be directed by Rupert Sanders, best known for helming Snow White and the Huntsman and Ghost in the Shell. Let's just make sure that Alec Baldwin's not part of the cast. Oh my god. Brandon Lee played the main character, Eric Draven, in the original and died tragically during filming due to a prop gun mishap that came out in 1994. There were actually three sequels to the original Crow between 1996 and 2005. There was also a Canadian TV series in 1998, but no word on when production on this new reboot begins. On Friday, Will Smith officially resigned from the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, which may very well have done been done to avoid being kicked out of it. He called his actions at the Oscars, quote, shocking, painful, and inexcusable. He also apologized to Chris Rock again, along with Chris's family, his own friends and loved ones, and everyone in attendance and watching the show from home. He added, quote, I betrayed the trust of the Academy. I deprived other nominees and winners for their opportunity to celebrate and be celebrated for their extraordinary work. I am heartbroken. He also said that he will accept whatever consequences result from the Academy's upcoming disciplinary hearing. Meanwhile, it looks like some projects he was working on have been put on the back burner. Will was supposed to do a movie for Netflix called Fast and Loose, but it just got shelved, at least for now. That also seems to be the case for Bad Boys 4. Will already filmed a movie called Emancipation for Apple, and it's in post-production. It's supposed to come out sometime this year, but there's no release date, and Apple hasn't responded to questions about its status. With your entertainment news, I'm Joanna Barba. Have you come around to uh, my way of thinking that this is going to do some pretty considerable damage to Will Smith's career, legacy, etc.? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, overall, I think he's such a big star that I, I can't see how he doesn't get more movies in the Mel same. Mel Gibson but... came back, but his career well, was obviously damaged. But I mean, he different continued to damage himself. Will is... I'm thinking he's going through that redeemer thing he's gonna be like i did so much wrong let me redeem myself so this is like the the second apology specifically to chris rock is anybody interested to find out if chris rock accepts the apology or not like has he spoken to him have they also unless you've called him on the phone or spoken to him in person it Mm -hmm. this is just a social media apology Right or this is just a PR it seems apology. Like it's just a social media apology. There's no he hasn't said or none of them have said we've already spoken behind the scenes. We patch things know? up, right. and I'm I'm wondering if if Will Smith has tried and Chris Rock isn't responding, or if he's even tried at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good questions. Um, Chris Rock, but you know, just silent. just so you, I mean, t- uh, the comparison between Mel Gibson and and Will Smith uh, are apples and oranges. I mean. 
uh, Will Smith is not being characterized as a hateful person, somebody with all of these... Uh, I think a lot of people are talking about he's got some serious issues. Not around hating un- other people, not around hating minorities or a certain ethnicity. Um, it okay, was, it's not an exact comparison. I'm it's just not saying, even remotely like people, in the same people neighborhood. People whose careers have been damaged. Louis C.K., uh, Harvey Weinstein, people who have c- committed sexual... None of this applies to Will Smith. It was... A, a physical assault. It was violent. Yeah, it was violent, and it was a physical assault. But that is it not was the same criminal. as. It's not the same as sexual assault. It's not the same as uh, being same racist. racist stuff. It's not the same. You don't think slapping somebody across the face is as bad as saying a racist thing? I mean, other than the drunk driving, Mel Gibson no, didn't break the law. Don't. He broke the law with the drunk driving. I actually, don't think it's as bad said. because that shows that he, Mel Gibson is still a bad person. I don't think this shows that Will Smith is a bad person. Wait a minute, you go up and slap somebody really hard across the face, uh, and that doesn't mean you're a bad person. I don't think it means you're bad. I think there's a lot of extenuating circumstances surrounding uh, Will Smith's mental state, and I absolutely don't think now uh, Mel Gibson's mental state. There is no question where his mental state is at. There's no question where Harvey Weinstein, Weinstein's mental state was at. I mean, that was a pattern of behavior over several years. Has Will Smith done this before? No. Has Will Smith ever had? Uh, he, he's done yeah, nothing but. There was a award ceremony somewhere, and a like a YouTube prankster, some media personality from Russia went up and kissed Will Smith on each cheek, and Will Smith slapped not as hard as he slapped Chris Rock, but he did slap the guy. Like, what the hell are you doing, man? And I have like, not slapped. heard this as a part of Will Smith's uh, uh, pattern of I abuse. Think most people have forgotten about it. But uh, it I don't think it's a back. pattern of abuse. I, I just I, this seems like a one-off incident. God, what would what would Will Smith have to do to get to get? You'd have you to really say, show a pattern of abuse. What what uh, everything up until he, this point, you would have said, "Oh, I love Will Smith, great actor." You would have had no problem saying that. You wouldn't have said anything about that last incident. You didn't even know about that last incident until you probably saw all the reporting come from this. So yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you would have still said Will Smith is a great actor, but yeah, this is a, this is a, a huge incident in his career. Well, what I. What I what I'm talking about is I think and Joanna's story was about it that they're already back putting some of his projects on the back burner, right. shelving some other things. That's really what I mean about repercussions. But you bring up Louis C.K. Louis C.K. won a Grammy he last won, night for best comedy album. Best comedy album. He can't get booked except for secret shows because they're worried they'd get boycotted. I'm wondering whatever. where he tried out all this material. Where did he practice this whole album? These secret shows, you know, he'd show yeah. up at some, like the Comedy Cellar or something, yeah, but only yeah, a few know. people would know. know. But think about this. The the Oscars honored a guy who slapped another person. And the Grammys honored a guy who slapped it. So. Slap the monkey. Slap the monkey. we got to take a break. All right, let's take a break, and we'll come back with more of, <laughs> more of the Buzz Adams morning show. And Steve Kaplan with Attorney Talk on the way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Time for Attorney Talk with Steve Kaplowitz from our partner station, 600 ESPN El Paso. And Attorney Talk is brought to you by GECU. Good morning, Cappy. Good morning. How are things going around here? We're all set for the national championship in college basketball and it's come down to a couple of powerhouses, traditional powerhouses. Yep. Kansas and North Carolina. So you want to talk about? Well, first off, that game um, on Saturday, the, the uh, Duke-North uh, Duke Carolina game, was was some people call it one of the greatest games ever. Now, 
Um, Duke missed some free throws late that could have given them a one point lead. And when you miss two free throws in, and you're down one with under a minute left, you're really putting your team in, uh, you know, in a tough spot. But that game went back and forth, tons of lead changes, tons of emotion, excitement. It pretty much lived up to the hype, Buzz. If you if you really think about it, Duke North Carolina lived up to the hype. Unlike the Kansas Villanova game, in which Kansas pretty much had a comfortable lead in that one, Kansas jumped out to an early yep. lead and really got on top of them, and I think just led wire to wire. Yeah, right? and they couldn't after and, and, getting out to that ten point lead. And Villanova never really could get it close. That was that was the biggest thing there is that you know you just look at the two games and they were totally different. By the way, I mean I watched a lot of Kansas this year because I watched a lot of uh, Texas Tech because of Bryson Williams, and I mean it's funny I always thought Kansas was pretty beatable, but man, I mean you look at the way they've played in this tournament. And, and they've been spectacular. So, so Kansas probably going in as a, a, a two four point favorite. So the, let me give you the latest uh, the latest line at least as it stands right now. For this while one. you're looking that up, yeah. I might mention that Steve's doing sports talk at Border City Ale House, and the show starts at we believe three o'clock. Well, I don't know. It's either three or four, but I mean, we usually because we're over at five thirty today because that's the start of the of the NCAA tournament coverage. We did this last year. We went an hour early to give fans an, an extra hour of the show. So as far as I'm concerned, I mean, I'd love to. You know, we can go at, at three o'clock today and go three to five thirty. That would be terrific. So let's plan on that, and then hopefully, if you don't hear me at three, you'll know I'm on normal time at four. Border City Alehouse, right? fifteen oh six Lee Trevino. Tonight's the night. By the way, listen to this. First off, they got uh, you know it's pint night. Three, four, five dollar pints. They've got the four dollar fireball shots and. Two ninety nine smoked beef mm. ribs from the state line. You always have the best remote shows. I've visited you at Hooters to get food mm-hmm. there. I visited. I, I, I just can't believe oh, the yeah. good. Do stuff you just you get. provide Nico with food when he shows <laughs> yeah. up at one of your things? Do you ever? Yeah. Did you ever go to my uh, Twin Peaks shows? No, I haven't. Oh, you need, you need to do that. We'll, we'll get we'll get back on the horn there uh, for football season. Get you back over who's, there. Uh, who's who's Places Border City Alehouse. That's Anthony, Anthony Duncan. Duncan, right? Yeah, of course. I've seen Anthony in a few Anthony years. And, tell and Anthony and Shane, they yeah. do a great job out there. Well, tell and, both of them I said hi. Oh, yeah, I will. I've Listen, seen him in a couple of years. It's one of my favorite all-time sports bars because I've been there for so long, and it, it it's a sports bar. Like yeah, when yeah. you walk in right. and you look around, it feels like a sports bar. The food is great. The it's just a fun place to be. So yeah, some places it's be tonight. play like try to play up. As a sports bar, to the point that it's almost inauthentic, but they they got it perfect. This place Border has City it House has it nailed yeah. as being a sports bar. Fifteen oh six Lee Trevino, I'll be there tonight. Come by, say hi, eat the ribs, let's have some fun. Uh, four points is yeah. the spread right now. And you want to know something? I like North Carolina plus the four tonight. I really do. I think they're coming off. I don't know. There's something about North Carolina this year as an eight seed. They're so much better than that because they're playing their best basketball of the year, and they've got Love, who's one of the most exciting players to watch when the game's on the line. That dude's clutch. Oh, they have a lot of love from the fans? And um, they do, but they also have a guy named Love. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's the that's the key there. You know, all you need is love. Well, they have them, <laughs> so that really does work. And uh, I'm telling you, they, they've all, they just have a good team. They, I told really my do. listeners uh, earlier that I I guess I'm going for North Carolina, and this is all it takes. They've got a kid from the part of Oklahoma that my brother lives in, so just like right next the next town over. That's Manic. an interesting reason of uh, you know, that kid his, lives near my brother. Yeah, 
Wow, I never thought about that. Yeah. That's why you're rooting for a team because of you're, you're <laughs> yeah. living close to your brother? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. All right, that works. Hey, man, to each their own. Um, I'll say this, though. Listen, and, and this is the guy you got to keep an eye on, Caleb Love, okay? He's a 6'4 sophomore from St. Louis, and this guy just lights it up, and he loves he loves the stage. Like whenever something in a big moment and that guy's got the ball, something big is going to happen. So I'm telling you, uh, that's a reason. Who's the guy from North Carolina that's from your— Manic. Really? Brady Manic, I think. Yeah, that guy looks just like an old throwback of um, Bill Walton from his days in Portland. He's from Hara, Oklahoma. Yeah, just down the road from Nuwala. All right. <laughs> Nuwala? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, by the way, Brady Manick uh, started at OU for four years. He then, was at OU. Yeah, he's playing as a graduate yes, he is. for North Carolina. Wait, been, wait, wait, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Like, he's already graduated college? Yeah, yeah I guess happens. there's you like an extra year of eligibility. Does that have anything to do with the pandemic? No, or how does that come around? You, I played my four years at, right. at one big, uh, you know, Big Twelve school. Now I'm going to transfer over after I've graduated and still be eligible. Was he redshirted one year? Or say that again. Well, how, how? So here's how it works. Yeah, okay, how does it work? First off, you get you get the, you get the COVID year back. So that means you get to play five years. Ah, okay, okay, got it. But and that's why because right now this is his fifth year, and ultimately, um, if you graduate, you can then transfer um, without sitting out a year, and you're considered a graduate transfer. Oh, okay, interesting. So yeah, Brady Manick is tough, man. Six nine, two thirty. He's got that crazy beard. Um, you know, he he kind of looks like a hippie playing basketball, and he's tough. He's good. So I, I didn't realize uh, that you're a Manick fan. I right. didn't either until Saturday. There you go. Well, well that's, <laughs> that's the first time you've I mean, watched I, uh, North Carolina. I'll be tournament? honest. I was. Yeah, it's okay. really the first time I watched North Carolina or Duke. Manic was a teammate of JB, Jamal Bienemy of uh, the UTEP Miners, who, by the way, is going pro. So I don't know if you heard this news, but um, over the weekend, Titus Verhoeven announced that he's leaving UTEP. So now you're without you're, you're without Bienemy. You're not going to be without Verhoeven. They also lost Bonky Maring, who didn't really uh, you know develop like we thought he would. He was a junior college uh, forward that they recruited last year. So, so far, three Miners are not back. And um, there's, I, I think there's Verhoeven be- decide to do? Transfer? Or? He doesn't know. He's either going to go pro or transfer to another school, but he's not coming back here for his uh, for his final year. Tell so. me at least we have Sully Boom next year. We don't know. We do Ooh. not know. So here's what I've been told, okay? I've been told there will be exit interviews today and tomorrow, and that's usually when when the coaches talk to the players, and you know they 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 both say, well, what are your plans? And here's our plans, and then they decide. So chances are for UTEP, I think that we will have a really good. Um, a really good understanding of who's going to be back next season by around Wednesday or Thursday of this week. Because you got to figure, they do all the exit interviews, then if players aren't going to come back, they're going to put themselves in the portal, and then all of a sudden that thing is going to fill up with minors, and then we'll know for a good idea who's coming back. Because right now there's only three, really four, because they also lost Alfred Hollins. He was a grad senior for them, so they're minus four for next year. But I think there could be many more coming after these exit interviews. So we'll see. But back to the tournament for a second. Kansas, North Carolina. I'm going, I think North Carolina plus the four, although I think it's going to be a great game right down to the wire. Buzz, you're rooting for North Carolina because of Manic, the yeah. Um What about you? If Dan, I lose, go. I'm going to be Manic depressive. Mm. Yeah. I was, I was already line. on that. I was right on that joke. Yeah. You already? Of course. It had to be done. Snooze, you lose, yeah. buddy. <laughs> Uh, I'm a. I think I'm going to go for Kansas. I'm a really big Wizard of Oz fan. So ah, there you go. Yeah, big fan of Dorothy. Why Toto. do people hate Bill Self? 
Uh, self-loathing. <laughs> uh, we teed that up for you, didn't we? That was perfect. <laughs> hey, you know when you play these laugh tracks, you should play the Ray Liotta laugh track from Goodfellas. That's a good one. When yeah. he's Henry Hill. You that- really should. That's one of the funniest laugh tracks Somebody, ever. a caller earlier said, Nico's laugh sounds like Brad Pitt when he's getting the hell beat out yeah. of him in Fed when Club. He's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Joanna, who do you like in the game tonight? I said it on Friday, Kansas. All right, she's all Kansas. Is it for the, the uh, Wizard of Oz reason yes. as well? Yeah. Hey, by the way, congratulations to South Carolina. They won the women's beat national UConn, did they? they did. They beat them badly. It was like 64-49. So, you know. Wait, women's get their own tournament too? Oh, my God. What do you, you think? believe that, what, it? I know. I can't. They've, they've come such a long Why? way, haven't they? They really have. They've come so far over the years. Um, and here's the deal, though, Nico. They used to play They used to play on Sunday and Tuesday. Okay. So they played the championship game the day after the men. Oh, that's interesting. Huh. And, and now they play the day before the men because they feel that, well, there's not as much interest after the men's championship as there would right, be right, the yeah. day before. So they've kind of sandwiched the women right in between the men's games. And now they had, so they played Friday and Sunday. Sunday, the men played Saturday and tonight, so that's how all the basketball is going to be handled. Steve, I got a uh, spur of the moment uh, trivia question for you. Uh, probably have you it. seen the the Snoop Dogg beer commercial? Uh, Which one does he do? Uh, Where it's all the people sitting around, kind of like the Tiki Hut, and they're all basketball players. I don't know if I've seen that one. Oh, I really? Have. I was yeah. going to ask you if you can identify everybody in that. I don't so it's got so. Snoop Dogg. It's mm-hmm. got Christian Leitner. Right. It's got Sue Bird. Sue Bird's in it. Yeah, Sue Bird's. No, in I have not. Seen, I have not seen, seen this. I have not seen this. By the way, no, I have not. It's got. I think Vince Carter. Really? Yeah, and they're all talking about you know playing mm-hmm. for the blue, and then the other guy, uh, Booker. What's his name? Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Oh, the Suns. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that sounds like fun. Can't Did believe you, you this? haven't seen that. No, I haven't seen it. Did you hear the story? How do, you, do you not watch on network television? No, I sometimes will just watch um, on on the phone. That I just commercials that on yeah. just about every time they go to commercials. No, I, know, during I, haven't, this seen, I haven't seen the snooper. Hey, why don't you? I was ask, too busy watching WrestleMania over the weekend. Tell me about that. Oh, fun stuff. First off, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled Saturday night for the first time in 19 years. How old is Stone Cold? Like 90? No, he's like mid 50s. Okay. Mid to late 50s, probably like 55, 56, something like that. Close to your age. Um, anyway, Christ, it's the truth. <laughs> I'm not even lying. It's the truth. Oh, no, so, you're giving him a couple years. You're, you're being nice. Anyway, um, so he hadn't wrestled in 19 years. He wrestled Kevin Owens in an any, Anything Goes match. And I got to tell you, it was fun. I mean, they wrestled into the crowd at in Dallas. They were at uh, Jerry World over the weekend for two days. They wrestled Saturday and Sunday, two night show. And uh, Stone Cold, you know, it was the funny. It was the funniest thing because every time he was beating up Kevin Owens, he kept drinking beers. So he <laughs> chugged about a dozen beers while he was obliterating um, Kevin Owens during the match, and and he ended up winning. He gave uh, Kevin Owens a couple of Stone Cold, uh, Stone Cold stunners, and then one celebrated by drinking more beer. So I've never really Do seen. You think those were prop beers, or do you think he was really drinking beer? So here's how. Here's what he does. <laughs> he takes the beer. He 
Does he shotgun it? Down, well, he kind of pours it down, and it drips all the way down his shirt. I would say of every 12-ounce beer, about two ounces are consumed, <laughs> and the rest of it either end up on his clothes or on the ring floor. But it was fun. It was a very entertaining match. It closed the night on uh, on Saturday night. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know what to expect to see a guy like that who hasn't wrestled in forever. He did fine. I it guess there a were match. a couple celebrities uh, that yes. participated. Jake Paul. Jake Paul. Tell me how he did, because he I saw some people saying, oh, he really did a good job. Yep, he did. He did. He, he was fantastic. And at the very end, his tag team partner, The Miz, turned on him. And then all of a, they're kind of setting up a feud for those two. But everyone was really impressed with Jake Paul. I thought he held his own in the ring. Well, since it's all scripted. Yeah, well, you, know, yeah, but, you have to understand. Okay, but uh, hang on now. You say it's all scripted, right? So last night, Vince McMahon got in the ring. Oh, Vince wow. is 70. Let me think for a second. He's almost as old as Buzz. He's 76, almost 77 years old. And um, at the end of the match, with so he wrestled uh, Pat McAfee, the radio host. And then at the end, Stone Cold comes out. And former NFL kicker, right? That's right, a punter. Yeah, exactly. Punter, like, McAfee looked good in his match. He yeah. really did. Oh, very well. Very against, athletic. Against the 77-year-old man. No, he wrestled another guy, and then Vince decided to come in. And what see, what Vince did was Vince start. Here's how wrestling works, okay? Do when, you pay for this? People who watched it, do you have to I, pay for I it? Was, it's part of my Peacock subscription. I was just going to ask. So I had heard that the only way to watch WrestleMania this year is you have to have a Peacock subscription, which I thought is a strange strange choice for streaming. So NBC spent a billion dollars to buy the WWE, okay? And when they did, they added the WWE to the Peacock platform. So now, um, I like to watch The Office, okay? That's my show. And uh, Peacock has all these, what they call superfan episodes. So what they've done is they've extended the normal episodes by usually 5 to 10 or 15 minutes each. So when you watch these new episodes of The Office, they kind of connect the dots for things that happened during the show that maybe you didn't see all of that. What they do is they take the deleted scenes and they put them where they belong in each episode. So the episodes are, episodes are longer. And they, and they, so that was the whole idea for us for Peacock. But anyway, WWE is now part of it. So when you buy the network, you get the WWE network as part of that. Oh, cool. So you can either spend the 10 bucks a month without commercials or 5 bucks with commercials and then they give you the pro- the product as part of it. So How would you feel yeah. about a football league, Steve, where the outcome was predetermined? They're like, "All right, on this one it's going to be a long pass <laughs> and it's going to get intercepted, but everybody knows ahead of time." You wouldn't consider well, that a sport, would if you? If the if the receivers had to run as fast as they normally do, then yeah, probably. Can I can I explain to you something about professional wrestling? And you should know, and <laughs> professional you should know this. You is, should know this is as like a, the you should know this. trotters of sports. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> but you have to understand something, okay? I don't go to a wrestling match to see who wins and who loses. Okay, I already have a good idea. From the, if you've been watching this, I've been watching wrestling for thirty, almost forty years. Okay, I know what's going to happen. But I'm still going for the entertainment value. I enjoy it. I like to go and see a show. That's the best way to put it. Okay? When you go to see a rock concert, you know the songs. You know what they sound like. You're going to be entertained, right? You're Mm -hmm. going to enjoy a live performance, Uh, even though you know every song. Maybe the deep tracks you don't know, but the point is you know most of them. It's a soap opera, essentially, right? I mean, yeah, the, the storylines that they, that they interconnect. But that's what I think is the entertaining part about it, is that it really brings the, the personalities for each of the Absolutely. wrestlers. Absolutely. 100%. Like, I mean, like, well, okay, so I'm a kid growing up, Hulk Hogan's the champion. Right. Of course he's going to win every match. He was the champion. He's not, they're not going to, you know. Unless he got betrayed. 
Right, that's true. Or he did a heel turn. Well, well, the heel turn happened much later, but when he got betrayed, he got betrayed by Andre the Giant, and then uh, Paul Orndorff turned on him. And I mean, it was fun back in those days because that was it. And, and again, you Dude, know, now. As soon as I found out 100% it was fake, I was so pissed off. I just stopped everything. I canceled my sus- subscription to my wrestling, God. to ring mat or wrestling or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, PWI. I, I used to get, yeah, yeah I used to get a, a monthly subscription to a magazine that I paid for with my, like, my paper route money. Well, here's the thing, okay? <laughs> my son is into it. My nine and a half year old son is into it. And I got him started right. I said, here's what you're going to do. You're going to watch all the 80s matches. You're going to know everything about what happened long ago. And if you like it, then you could start watching the new stuff. So, of course, he got into it. Well, loved all the old stuff. So he watched every Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Ric Flair match, all the old stuff. Andre the Giant. And then the new stuff comes in. He knows it's fake. He knows it's fake. Couldn't care less, like me. He just wants the entertainment value. And that, to me, is what's so great about professional wrestling. We don't care if it's real or fake. We just go to be entertained. Boy, not me. Like, I was, I went to oh. a show, and I saw, like, the bad guy and the good guy afterward. We stuck around trying to get autographs, and yeah. we saw him, like, palling around and stuff. And it's like, what is Skandar Akbar doing <laughs> hanging around with Tony Atlas <sighs> like they're best buddies when we know yep. for a fact they hate each other's guts? Oh, and that ruined it for you. Well, I, I didn't even stick around for the autographs. It was like, right then, done. I washed my hands of pro wrestling yeah. forever. <laughs> that's all right. Well, Cody Rhodes wrestled on Saturday, and that was a big deal. That's Dusty Rhodes' son. He had last wrestled six years ago in the WWE. Huge pop. The crowd went nuts. He ended up beating Seth Rollins, and afterwards, just uh, everybody got, you know, that's what I'm saying. The WWE puts on a really good show, and there were, I think, about 150,000 people over the two days at Cowboy Stadium to watch. Uh, to watch WrestleMania. So. Did uh, Johnny Knoxville do oh, something yeah. in it? Yeah, he was. I thought he, I saw a couple tweets about Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, Johnny Knoxville. What uh, did he do? I thought he, he was, was quitting uh, Jackass no. because his body couldn't take any more punishment. Johnny Knoxville was. <laughs> he was part of a. He was part of an Anything Goes match, which sounds yeah. just like Knoxville, right? And I mean, you know, John. The problem with Johnny Knoxville is he's not. I mean, he's not built for wrestling. But he you wrestled. See when he got a fight with Butterbean in his store, mm. it wasn't. I mean, yeah. it was a bit or whatever. He wrestled Sami Zayn. They used tables and everything else, and and he beat Sami Zayn because I don't think you're going to have you know you're not going to have Johnny Knoxville lose. How about the time one time I was watching wrestling and it was one of these big events? So I went over to your house and freaking Jay Leno somehow beat this like Jay Leno won his yeah. match. Was that the one when it was like Dennis Rodman on one side and Jay Leno on the other? <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember. Looking Looking down the couch at you and your brothers and your dad and yeah. saying, what are you, you guys have got to be kidding me. No, you didn't. You, you loved it. You don't, don't lie. You just went in there and you thought it was the yeah. coolest thing. First off, my dad screaming and yelling in the TV. <laughs> that was the most fun. Oh, no, no. So. It was all, everything about it was funny. It was awesome. <laughs> we, all right. Yes. Well, thank you. You didn't Steve. even get to ask him about uh, Tiger Woods and the whole oh, comeback. We need to do that. By the way, first off, Tourney Talk brought to you by GECU. Put your game into overdrive with a low-rate GECU auto loan. Get pre-approved by April the 4th. Um, which is today, 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 folks, details at GECU.com equal opportunity lender. Tiger Woods going to make an announcement? Is it going to be like, he's a, like a game day situation? Yeah, they're is saying he... that. I think he's playing, don't you? I would be surprised if Tiger's gone this far and then just suddenly decides he can't take. Is he going to take part play. in any of like the par three stuff that goes? You I know, they got know. a bunch of this stuff. At... I mean, if he does, that, that kind of risks injuries, right? You don't want to get hurt on the par three contest. Who was the golfer that they made the one-time rule that he could ride around in a cart? You remember that? Nico the was Masters? asking. 
No, no. It, just on the tour. Nico was asking earlier, mm. can he ride in a cart? No, it was a big deal. And there was a guy with some kind of birth defect. No, You don't remember that no, story? No, that's a good story, though. It he was should... a huge controversy. And you had guys like Arnold Palmer saying, no, it goes against everything that golf is about. You're supposed to be able to walk between the holes. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a good question. I don't know, but um, I don't. Listen, Tiger knows he's going to walk it. He's that's he's already taken practice rounds to walk the course. Percentage of certitude that Tiger Woods starts on Thursday in the Masters. I'll go right now. Gut feeling. Mm. I've got mine in mind. I got my number in mind. Sixty forty. God. 67 percent that he's going to do you it. said i was thinking 67 that's good yeah that's good. so you all and right. i are close to the same that's that's excellent good for you all right thanks steve all right guys let's take a break more of the buzz adams morning show right after this it's the buzz adams morning show podcast nico had a story about uh kevin smith and bruce willis and i would have tied mm. i want to rope the razzies into this a little bit too okay. i think the razzies are pretty pretty over done with they did a thing where they gave bruce willis his entire category worst bruce, bruce willis movie w- worst performance by bruce willis at a bruce willis direct-to-video so bruce willis in 2021 did eight direct-to-video movies wow and all of those were nominated and then it, bruce willis came out with a statement i guess on his behalf saying hey bruce is stepping away from acting because he's got a condition called aphasia mm-hmm Again, aphasia, like a lot of stroke patients, have aphasia. Right. It's a dis- I don't think there was ever a story that Bruce Willis had a stroke. No, uh, it, but it is a disorder of the brain that is associated with uh, with stroke. There's different kinds of aphasia as well, and it's just an inability for your brain to uh, properly communicate, whether it's the nerves not making your muscles work or whether it's the, the uh, brain cells and uh, not being able to interpret you know, the right words. So Kevin Smith feels really bad about some stuff that he'd said about Bruce Willis after he had, directed Bruce Willis in a movie. I had no idea. Kevin, Joanna, did you know this? That Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis were in a feud, actually. They were? Yes. They they were in... So Kevin Smith directed a movie called Cop Out in 2010 with uh, Tracy Morgan in it. Do you remember mm-hmm. that? Well, apparently, Kevin Smith had really wanted to direct it because Bruce Willis was a hero of his, but then afterwards, he had just... The worst time he said uh, all this stuff that Bruce Willis wasn't helping, and then Bruce Willis came back and said some stuff. So they'd been fighting. Uh, called him a whiner, I think. Yeah, Bruce so, Willis called him a whiner. Just going back, uh, this was on the Mark Marin at WTF podcast that Kevin Smith was talking about the experience with Bruce Willis. Kevin Smith said, I've never been involved in a situation like that where one component is not in the box at all. It was effing soul-crushing. What I think he means by one component is not in the box. He was talking about Bruce Willis wasn't that everybody on the movie was helping him and and really helping make the movie, and that Bruce Willis was nowhere to be found, not nowhere to be uh, helpful whatsoever. Same uh, WTF uh, appearance. Kevin Smith said, "I had no bleeping help from this dude whatsoever." And uh, then Bruce Willis talked about the feud. He said, "Poor Kevin, he's just a whiner, you know." We had some personal issues about how we approached work. Sometimes you just don't get along. Well, now it turns out that people are coming out and saying, yeah, for the last decade or so, Bruce Willis, you know, had a lot of trouble with lines, uh, hitting his mark, Mm -hmm. things like that. And I guess it could be 
attributed to this aphasia mm-hmm. condition. So what is Kevin Smith just saying? Sorry. Uh well, yeah, he came out with a tweet uh, that said, long before any of the cop-out stuff, I was a big Bruce Willis fan, so this is really heartbreaking to read. He loved to act and sing, and the loss of that has to be devastating for him. I feel like an a-hole for my petty complaints from 2010. So sorry to Bruce Willis and his family. The Razzies are, you know, like the anti-Oscars. But always funny, tongue-in-cheek usually. They're, you know, they're pretty clever. What, are you souring on this because yeah, of the I'm, Bruce Willis no, thing? No, not just because of that. Do you know, this year they nominated for Worst Actor Ben Affleck in The Duel. Ben Affleck was great wow. in The Duel. Did you see that one by any chance I, with I, Matt Damon and Adam Driver in it? Uh, I didn't, but that's definitely one of those those period pieces that looks like it had to have It had Adam Driver, I mean, Matt Damon. The, it was all good actors, you know. The uh, Golden Raspberry Awards are the, the official name of the Razzies. And since they started, they had some really questionable, like very early on in the Razzies history, they nominated Stanley Kubrick as worst director for <sighs> The Shining, which is a legitimate masterpiece. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you get to vote on it. It's more of like a you pay to vote on it. And... Uh, just mean-spirited, and sometimes they really get it wrong. And if you go back over the history of the Razzies, yeah, you'll see some movies that, that are as bad today as they were, but then you'll also see some that have been judged as mm-hmm. have been masterpieces. Some of them, masterpieces, but I don't know what's... You know, the thing with Ben Affleck being worst actor in Last Duel, you could criticize Ben Affleck for a for lot, lot of stuff, but he was great <laughs> in that movie. Also... When it's the worst, what they mean is the worst that you've heard of, or the worst if we want to make a point, you know, about these direct video. It's not really the worst movie. Right. It's just Sometimes like the worst movie that you're probably aware of. So I think the Razzies have probably outlived their usefulness, but I want them to stick around for one year so they can give every Razzie they have to Morbius because it was terrible. <laughs> I cannot believe this Morbius. I'm trying to think of any Marvel-related movie that is worse than Morbius. Is there any superhero movie worse than... Like Fantastic Four, those. You know, the reboot of Fantastic Four they did with Miles Teller and Jamie Bell was pretty... And Michael B. Jordan, that was pretty terrible. Oh, wow. I didn't think we would have stooped to Fantastic Four levels. Morbius is the kind of movie... You mean Morbius the living vampire? In six months, if you went to go see Morbius, if your brain is any friend of yours, it will have totally blacked out the memory (laughs) of going to see Morbius. Do they explain the living vampire part? Because, Jana, I had asked Buzz on Friday when he told me he was going to go see it. I was like, what is a living vampire? Aren't all vampires supposed to be... It's a contradiction. Well, maybe they meant he's like a daywalker. He's got so anyway. Jared Leto's character, Michael Morbius, is born with a, a genetic condition, and he goes and he experiments with bats. Right, and that's then what you want to he do. ends up splicing the DNA, and he gets you know all the bat-related superpowers you think of: increased speed, echolocation, and of course transportation. For some reason, it's like right. oh, I've got some bat DNA now. I can transport myself like Nightcrawler. Poof. Well, it's like how Laszlo <laughs> in uh, What We Do in the Shadows can just go, bat! 
No, but he turns into a bat. In, in Morbius, he doesn't turn into a bat. He, oh, just, he actually transports? He just like poofs. Like Night, you know the character Nightcrawler yeah. from X-Men, right? Yeah. Banff. That's the f- sound effect they should have used. It doesn't Is sunlight, does he have any of the weaknesses of vampires? I don't remember. Stake through the whole Man, believe me, my really? brain is working overtime to try and purify itself. All I'm after thinking now Morbius. is what we do in the shadows. But. But. Now, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> but. Every time I go to a locomotive game and I see Ozzy, I'm all, but. And the uh, the special effects are really, really substandard. And the story. How is Jared Leto's acting? I mean, he's he's considered he has an he's Academy a produ- Award. He's a producer on this as well, and I just don't know how a project like this gets suggested, approved, made, funded, any of it. None of it makes sense. It's really, really a low point for for Marvel comics. Okay, Suicide adapted. Squad or this? Suicide Squad was a much better movie than Morbius. Finally. Damn. You gave DC some credit. That's amazing. Yeah, you're better than the worst Marvel <laughs> movie of all time. Which uh, Suicide Squad are you talking about? Uh, the re- Not the one with Will Smith, the remake. The, the James Gunn one. The James Gunn one. The one with the, the otter or whatever. The badger. Oh, right. Yeah. Much better than Morbius. Believe me, don't waste your time. Okay, the Batman or Morbius? Money. The Batman was much, much better than Morbius. Nice. Way better than... And anything was... I'm trying to think of anything that's even comparable. Mono's Hands of Fate. I can watch Mono's Hands of Fate <laughs> over and over and over again. Have you seen that one, Joanna? No. It's filmed in El Paso. It, it is. Like one of the main Mystery Science Theater 2000 movies of all time. Yep. And well, now I guess I'm not going to go you know, see Morbius. You know what was really low on my Marvel movies was the X Men where they fight Apocalypse, whatever the hell that was called. That was pretty. Oh, bad. it was called X Men Apocalypse. Yeah, X Men Apocalypse was pretty bad. This is at least thirty times worse than X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. I thought we'd check some neckline calls coming up in just a moment, and we've got more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show headed your way right after this. It's the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. I thought I would uh, check our neckline. We got several calls waiting for us over the morning show neckline. If you want to give that number a call anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, call the neckline at 844-805-NECK. That's 844-805-6325. And the uh, line into the studio is kind of a new number. If you haven't taken down this new number within the past couple of months, new studio line, 915-910-4995. Again, that number to get in touch with us directly is 915-910-4955. We've got another cash code keyword coming up in just about 50, about 30 minutes. And I say that with confidence because Veronica and Daniel will do a much better job of nailing that time <laughs> than I will. All right, why don't we go and uh, find out what people have left on our recording oh, line. Should I bring up that question from the uh, chat about the... I'm sorry, what was the question? Uh, somebody in the app chat was asking about the codes. Uh, does the 9 a.m. keyword correspond to code 2? The hours aren't on there specifically, it just says code one, code two, et cetera. 
I mean, correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's right. This is this is. Uh, so key, the nine a.m. word keyword would be two. code two, and I'm not. I can't repeat it though. No, because you can only give it at the designated time. But if you didn't catch it, don't worry. There's another one coming up in about half an hour. All right, let's check out and see what kind of messages we have in our inbox this morning. How about also having a law where the college students actually have to go to school for free tuition? You know, this call, I'm trying to... I know that we talked about New Mexico is going to start giving free in-state tuition to all New Mexico residents for Mm -hmm. college, including community college. And this was an announcement from the governor's office. But I'm... What, what, I don't know what you mean. Is there some? Are they suggesting there's some kind of scam going on that people might take the money? I'm sure that there are. I would hope that's not going to that, provisions that, in place that that would. I'm almost positive yeah. that's not going to be how it works. You're not going to get to check for for school and then you use it. They're going to just enroll you. I mean, you'll just get to be enrolled, and then you'll probably have to pay some. For, you probably got to pay for the books. You probably got to pay. They're not, not the going to give you. They're not going to give you a check for money. I guarantee you that. It, it's tuition for in-state residents, right? It's there are going to be some associated costs, whether it's parking or books or that you will have whatever. to pay out of pocket. But what I'm saying is that the the state will be paying your tuition, which will probably come in the form of being able to to register and sign up and and, and go through. Yeah, with I, it. I just I'm not clear on what the implication of that call. Well, this was. guy, I I feel like he's saying, well, if you're going to give free in-state tuition to all. People who They're want not it. just going to cut you a check for nine thousand dollars. No, I think he's saying, well, why? How? Why, why not just uh, pay them for actually going? What if you? What if you sign up for all these classes and you're not? You're not even going to go to class. Then you're. He's basically saying you're wasting money. The state's wasting money if there's going to be students who enroll in college and then don't. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not even sure if I, I'll, I'll look into it more, but I don't even think there's a transfer of funds. I think it's just. You know, you probably sign up and they verify that you're a New Mexico resident right, and your right, tuition's right. covered. What's up, Mosho? It's ODG. Will Smith is getting murdered on the internet, especially on TikTok. He made it so much worse. Jada is the real villain in this. She manipulated Will with one look. Will needs to get out of that mentally abusive relationship. Mm. Jada's a witch. A bald, mind-controlling Jedi witch. No, no, no. My bad. Jedis are the good guys. J- Jada is a Sith. Let the hate flow through you, Will. Slap him. Slap him. <laughs> okay, look. What? <laughs> I'd be honest with you. I'm interested to know. Did she like give a signal or something because it happened pretty quick you know chris rock told the joke and she rolled her eyes which i thought was perfect like the camera was on her and you could see that she thought the joke was dumb and immature and lame and it was all of that stuff but her eye roll and she looked you know glamorous and gorgeous and everything but i wonder like was there some kind of signal to will Hey, it's time to go up there and smack Chris Rock in the face. Or I think a lot of people want to find some way to put this Blame on, Jada. on Jada. Yeah, right. SNL was very mean <laughs> to both of them, including Jada. Well, over the weekend. I mean, look, you're 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 going to get lampooned for something like this either way. Uh, yeah, this is like the uh, 
Super Bowl nip slip of 2022. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't even think the nip slip was as big a deal no, as this is. Not at all. Be careful traveling from New Mexico to Texas with anything. I believe crossing state lines means you can get in trouble by the feds. The feds have a 96 percentage conviction rate. You really don't want to deal with any of that. This has to do with New Mexico becoming a recreational marijuana state on yeah. Friday. And I kind of expected, I, I about halfway expected to come in as like, uh, yeah, the cops were waiting. They were just pulling people over when they'd come back, loaded up. Well, I don't know if this is true. My my mom did text me. Uh, she was she was like, the police are everywhere right now. Don't go. Don't go out. They do it around Fourth of July for fireworks. Yeah. I mean, I, if they're going to crack down would. on yeah. fireworks, but I I don't think it's going to be an ongoing policy. If they even do it, I think it would be. And we're not just talking about El Paso County. All of these counties in Texas. All it takes is one really zealous sheriff or chief of police mm-hmm. or district attorney, you know, who decides they want to make examples out of people. I would just say uh, exercise caution and be aware, as the caller said, it's a you start getting into federal offense, whatever you tra- – here's a crazy thing to think of. If you go from one legal marijuana state into another legal marijuana state – the fact that you cross state lines with the product is still a federal offense. Well, it's still federal offense to smoke. It, it is still criminalized federally. Um, but the state- yeah, but usually they're not gonna. If you're doing it in your home or you know in your yard or whatever, for the most part, they're they're not gonna send a, a tactical team over to kick your door down because somebody smells no. some marijuana smoke. They might pull you over, and if they smell some, uh, here's a here's a scenario. I imagine. You get pulled over for speeding or having a taillight out or whatever it is. And they, hey, uh, I know the smell of marijuana. And then they ask you to search and, you know, not knowing any better, you tell them they can, which Justin right. Underwood has told us you never do. But that happens every day. And they day. turn up the stuff and they find the receipt that says, or it's on the, you know, the container or whatever. Oh, you bought this in Colorado and then brought it over into New Mexico. Okay, let me just tell you this, that the amount of money that would be spent on low-level drug enforcement is way more money than we can afford to be spending. On we, we can't afford to spend that much money on low-level drug enforcement. Because, and yet we did it for decades. <laughs> and you see that being rolled back now, right? It's you, not rolled back everywhere. The point I'm making, it's Even not rolled back in, in Texas. El Paso, the, the DA has said that they are no longer <laughs> going to... Prosecute low level. I I say assume the worst. Assume that somebody might pull you over. They might, if you don't know your rights, find your purchases, and who knows? Depending on. So, what are you saying people should do? Be afraid. Yes. Be afraid. Be Be aware. Be Be very afraid. Be aware that it's a federal. It could be charged as federal offense. I I don't think anybody is not doesn't know that already. I feel like people are probably aware. So, Nico, I finally figured out who you laugh like, man. You sound like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. There's this scene where he really gets going, and I thought to myself, yeah, that's Nico. So anyway, don't ever change, man. Really big fan. This is a caller. I think this guy was impersonating how they think you laugh. I think that person was mocking me. They just left a neckline call. So. <laughs> they are mocking you. When I was when I was listening to this call earlier, and I heard the Brad Pitt, I was like, "There's no way Nico takes this as anything other than a compliment." 
Oh yeah, I look like Brad Pitt. Though. He yeah. basically said I look like Brad Pitt. That's you. All right, well, enjoy the laughs and get ready for another cash code keyword coming up in about 15 to 20 minutes. We'll talk to you tomorrow. So long.